0: Welcome to Nintendo Dads episode 404 and no that is not a reference to page not found recorded on December 1st 2022 on tonight's episode we talk about free games in December Nintendo wants you to know it knows why Monster Hunter is a cheater yes I'm calling it a cheater and your questions Jesse you know what to do.
1: Hey, what's up, everybody? You're listening to Nintendo Dads, episode 404. Nintendo Dads is a weekly podcast from a dad bod perspective. Uh, Nintendo news reviews and previews bought to you by dads for everyone. You don't have to be a dad to listen to Nintendo Dads. You just have to love a dad like us. We're lovable. We're cuddly. It's December 1st, 2022. Not joining us on the show tonight, Mr. Justin Masson, and we want to extend... I uh, get well soon to Mr. Masson. he appeared on our pre-show uh, for our ten dollars patrons. And if you guys uh, have not heard that, he but like when he said He's earlier today, "I'm stuffy. sick." I was like, I was like, <laughs> man, baby. Then I heard him and saw him, and I was like, oh gosh, you need to go to bed. It's time. Right? you need to go. I told, I gave him some, I gave He's him so some stuffy. fine advice. I gave him, I gave him the same fine advice that I give everyone who's sick. And that is if you feel bad go take a shower. Just take take a hot shower, you'll feel Amazing better.
0: what a shower can do for you.
1: That's right. I mean, if you it doesn't matter like when I'm sick I will shower 6 times a day. I don't care. Also, he got to talk I don't care to us. I'll get all dried out and pruny and Well, he got to talk to us. So he
0: point. should be he should feel better now too. That's
1: so. right. That's right. I mean, the healing properties of, of friendship. Yes. And now uh he'll tomorrow he'll wake up everything will be good and he will have his cutie mark. Um we don't want to see that. Mecca will get that. Uh, anyway, joining me on the show tonight, uh, Mr. Tim Off.
0: How's it going, buddy? Uh, it's It's been something else lately, especially with work and everything, because it's like everybody's, yeah. even though if, uh, if you work in any kind of development, usually there's a development freeze. Uh, that doesn't mean anything where I'm at, so <laughs> it, there is a development freeze, but everybody's trying to clean up everything and all that kind of stuff, so... It's it's really busy. We could
1: change the song. It's beginning to look a lot
0: like stress. Yes, exactly. Everywhere that, you go, it is. That is, uh, I like Jesse, that. Jesse,
2: you you're experiencing this stress? Well, I, I'm not. We 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 are in system freeze where I work. You know, it started three weeks ago, and and our last release was like the third week October. so while we can't change anything in production but we can still do development and testing to prepare for early
1: 2023 cool that's Mr. Jesse Waldack also joining us on the show tonight just threw it over to him
2: and I also don't want to see Justin's cutie mark (laughs) what do you think
0: it would be Let's just talk. Let's 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 have we, a little around the world. We had that discussion before. Be? That was a question. And we we I, I know came it was, up with the Do
1: you think it, now that you've met him, do you think it would change?
0: No, it's totally gonna be Canadian. It's gonna be like a Canadian maple leaf on there and some maybe some drips of maple syrup on it. Or I was a, a thinking business,
1: maybe like business. a piece of, of Canadian bacon, which you know the rest of the world calls ham. Yes. Uh and <laughs> And syrup and a maple with Yeah, I mean it's there.
0: Of course, it's I think there. it would make a really good cutie mark. Is our outlines that we have on our on our different plaques and such. I think that would make. A good I
1: like one. that. I like that. Yeah, I would with the belt and all yes. that. This is, I, hey, I hung mine up this week nice. here in my office. I was doing That's some mine's right, there. Uh, was right but, there. yeah, there it is, and the belt. Look at and there. The belt oh, is right there right behind me. You get yep. to keep it for a few more weeks. I get a few weeks.
0: more weeks with it. Uh,
1: that's right. That's right. You should, um, you know, you. I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe take some photos with it to commemorate the time that you had the, the good times that you shared I'm together. Take it out on a date and everything. Right. Yeah, take it to Dairy Queen. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I mean, I don't I'll know share some ice Dairy cream with Queen. it. Right, right, right. Of course. Uh, so, well, here's what we want to do, guys. We want to share some news, and we've got a full show uh, tonight. Lots going on. Uh, in the world of Nintendo this week, including updates and admissions of media updates and all kinds of other things that Tim's already alluded to. So let's dive straight into the news, shall we? <music> Our news is brought to us each and every week by you guys over at patreoncom backslash Nintendo Dads. We want to encourage you to head over and join up and become a patron of the show if you haven't. Maybe you are a long-time listener uh, and you haven't become a patron and gotten access to the Discord yet, or maybe uh, you uh, were a patron at one time and something had to change for a while. But we want to invite you to come back. Uh, and uh, if you come in and you become a patron of the show and you decide to sign up for a yearly payment, uh, the you get a month free. You get you get a month free. Patreon uh and us, we love you enough um to uh to have that happening. So you can ever to patreon.com uh, backslash Nintendo Dads. One of the things we already referred to on uh earlier just a few minutes ago in the show is that we do have a pre-show and a post show uh each week uh where we talk about whatever this week on on the topic uh list. We talked about these lents snickerdoodle truffles that I have in my office. We talked about Avatar and how much it sucks because it's a terrible movie. Uh, we also talked about all the delusion movie trailers that we saw today. So if you want to hear us talk about things like that, as well as talk about, uh, Hey, we need to schedule this post or whatever. Um, and I want to say this. What's at the that, name of the episode? At, at that, that
0: comes juncture. in post show.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That, that's always a post <laughs> show. Uh, uh, I want to say this. Uh, if you are a Patreon uh, member, of Nintendo Dads' Patreon. Uh, Each week, we do a Nintendo Dads weekly update where we talk about topics for the show. We talk about, uh, or we try to list all of our YouTube videos and things that have come out that week, uh, like Let's Plays and unboxings and different things like that. We uh, list out for you upcoming releases, and we put things that are on the Switch in bold so you can go and know everything that's coming out. And we ask for your questions and your comments and things like that. We would love for you to interact with those posts, but... I have to apologize because this week's update, I just found out right before we went on the air, did not post this week because of some kind of weird Patreon shenanigans. Uh, it says it was set to post December 1st at 11 a.m. Well, when I discovered it, was 10 after 9, and it still hadn't posted. So uh, if you read those and you look forward to those and you didn't get one this week, I'm sorry. I did put a lot of work into it, and I'm kind of... Y'all at Patreon, so I sent them a very tersely worded text. Ooh, a tweet, they're in actually. trouble. They are in trouble. <laughs> get it, get your crap together, Patreon. Your your new redesign sucks. And anyway, I don't know, man. I've got <laughs> a lot of energy you really tonight. Feel. It's probably I, wore, I drank some coffee before I came here, and I got jazzed up and fired up, ready to go and dive it. Look, hey, hang on, we're we're living large over here. With I'm, I'm Rome, drinking
0: man. our staple drink yeah, that we had during Extra Life. I, listen, yeah, I've got that, to say that, something. that
2: that drink didn't uh, wasn't compatible with me. After all,
1: <laughs> it knocked him out. Uh, here's 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 the thing: uh, if you're if you're listening to the audio version of this, you're not gonna you're not gonna understand this. You're not gonna get it. But I've got to say it: Tim is really freaking me out that you're wearing a beanie and not a hat with a bill on. it. <laughs> all right, it's it's th- there's a limit, son. <laughs>
0: and we've reached it Why, this I, is my this is when it gets cold weather hat you know this is my what are yeah. the other hats for it's the other hats are just because i like wearing hats this one keeps my ears warm
1: it's a great hat i love it love the hat <laughs> uh yeah this is okay. the same well, hat
0: that uh what, the guru what is, had the nintendo guru had oh, is the okay. zelda one okay
1: so. I, look We'll see give you look, a pass. We both we'll had the
0: same hat. I just have to flip it around and then you
1: can oh, see it. Oh, I like that. It does. I was going to ask. It kind of looked for a minute like it had a little bill, but it doesn't. No. Maybe it you just hit sew, my glasses
0: weird. Maybe you can get <laughs> sew,
1: someone to sew one on there. So, you know, the world is right. <laughs> uh, diving into the news. Let's talk about uh, some major things this week. I want to dive into this one first because it's probably the biggest news from this week. And that is Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Uh have created a huge hubbub uh and I think it was after the show last week and Jesse you can correct me if I'm wrong uh after the sh- the show last week uh when Justin did his solo show that we got the sales numbers right for th- three days or did- was that before
2: that was known- during the show yeah I think that was released while he was recording it he recorded it like right when okay
1: so just for reiterate right if you didn't listen to last week's show, 10 million copies of Pokemon Scarlet and Violet sold in three days. Uh, also this week, Nintendo confirmed that Pokemon Scarlet and Violet is their fastest-selling game of all time. Uh, uh, fastest-selling Nintendo, I guess, published game or, you yeah. know, first-party first, first party game. I mean, there's argument about whether it's first-party or not, but anyway, it is. The other part of the big hubbub is this. is Yes, it's, it's a sales juggernaut, right? But it came out terribly broken (laughs) i don't think there's anybody who has played pokemon scarlet and violet and gone wow uh what a technical marvel this (laughs) this game is uh i mean jesse and i were just talking about before the show about how uh there have literally been times where we've rotated the camera and felt like throwing up uh and i don't know if that's uh because we're old and like the like it just seems like it it strains my eyes uh, to yeah, look like, at it as it's in
2: motion. Yeah, because you know, my my hand does something with a controller. My brain says, the game should be doing this. That game does not do this. And therefore, it says, oh, I don't know what to do. Yeah. And then yeah. my stomach says, okay, that feels like it's nausea. <laughs>
1: that's, <laughs> that's the official sound for what it is. Well, anyway, uh, in an uncharacteristic statement for Nintendo... They released uh, uh, a kind of a yeah, we get it statement today, Uh, as well as an update, updating Pokemon Scarlet and Violet both to uh, 1.1.0. Included in this update are some things that probably were already coming to begin with, uh, like season one of Ranked Battles kicking off in the Battle Stadium Uh, They also uh, say that other select bug fixes have been made as well as an issue that fixed uh, or an issue that caused music not to play during battles with the Elite Four and the top champion. Uh, But then they also said this in the tweet and in a statement released with the patch or news of the patch, actually. This came out on Wednesday. It said, we are aware that players may encounter issues that affect the game's performance. Our goal is always to give players a positive experience with our games and we apologize for the inconvenience. We take the feedback from players seriously and are working on improvements to the games. Tim, I'm going to throw this to you just real quick. um, Just with this question, how uncharacteristic is it for Nintendo to make a statement like this regarding an update?
0: Very uncharacteristic, especially um, no matter how much people have cried about past games having issues. I don't remember ever a time Nintendo coming out and saying, oh, we're going to work on a fix for that. I don't Mm. ever remember that.
2: Even when Switch Sports actually had their server shut down for a few days.
0: Yeah, They they didn't make a statement like this. Yeah, this is the first time I've seen them say, you know, we're listening, we're working on something. Or, you know, we take the feedback seriously and we're working on improvements for the game.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, I can think of two times in the last uh, 12 months, not counting this Pokemon experience, where Nintendo has had to come out and issue a patch. After a patch was released... That, make, that kind of broke the game. One of them was with Nintendo Switch Sports. Uh, there was another one uh, that, that was pretty recent as well, and it's slipping my my mind. But for them to come out and say, not only uh, we are aware of issues, but also to say we apologize Yes. Uh, this to me is and I, I mentioned this to you I use this please phrase understand. in the pre-show with you guys yeah. it is a please understand moment and we haven't had one of those in a long time but I also think this is a smoking gun announcement like this is a smoking gun moment this is Nintendo saying yeah it's broken yep. this is a rare let down of the guard this is it's absolutely pr spin right yeah. because it's Th- like they this, want this, positive this is, talk around
2: this is the executives in a lo- in a row at a press conference head down a table bowing so hard, far
0: down <laughs> yeah and this yeah, is also this is, this is has to be done because like the question uh Mikey Dreamer had it. He said, what's the incentive for Nintendo to do this? Because they sold tell me tell me 10 million copies in three days. And the incentive is is to do that again. They need to fix this and show that they're going to fix it because the 10 million copies is everybody is buying it because they wanted to play it. But if it's going to suck, everybody's going to be like, Okay, I'm not going to buy the next one. Yeah. Or they're not going to buy the DLC to this one or or that, too. Yeah. Yeah. And anything there's, that, further you know, there's going DLC. forward. Anything going forward, people are going to be like, ah, I don't know. They didn't do anything. They didn't, you know, do it right this time. So
1: they didn't fix it. Hesitant. They didn't care. They rushed yeah. it. There's all that's been thrown out. Now, I, I want to throw this out here. Uh, a lot, long, lot of longtime listeners of the show know I love Sword and Shield, where a lot of people were kind of in eh, on it. But I love Sword and Shield because I felt like it simplified Pokemon and got it back to its roots. And as somebody who, is not a huge Pokemon fan. Like, it was super accessible to me. It felt great. I enjoyed it. I am having fun with Scarlet and Violet. And I think most people are. I think Mm -hmm. most people that are playing it are are not going to argue that it, like, that's not a fun game. But the problem is that it does not look like it is a next-gen game. Right? Is so far... Technically, beyond some people's expect below some people's expectations, that it's
0: pulling them out of the game. It's taken you two know? steps back from Arceus. Arceus didn't have this much problems. Arceus was
1: gorgeous. Arceus was, I, I I didn't have problems with
0: it. So when I, I thought I, it was awesome, I, I loved Arceus, and we'll be talking about our favorite games of the year at a, another episode, but let's just say that that's in my top list. That's how much I loved it. So, what I expect from that, the next Pokemon game after that should be building off of that to me, should be building off of what I saw in Arceus. And then the next game should be building off of that. So, yeah, Arceus looked beautiful. It had its own problems. We all it, it did talked about problems. it that it did have its own problems. So, we expect, though, that okay, they will build on that and do better. And the next version, but to me, graphically this w- took two steps back. Now this yeah, is—it looks like a 3DS game. This looks this like you said it is still a lot of fun. I'm having a lot of fun with it. I'm still there's still something motivating me to go through the game, which hasn't yeah. happened before in other Pokemon games.
1: But but Tim here here I think the issue is this is like with with Arceus. You said you know it's it's like two steps forward or one step forward and two steps back between Arceus and this. I think that reveals the, that the issue is, and Justin, I know, talked about this on his solo episode that um, there used to be a three-year span between Pokemon, you know, Gen Eight, Gen Nine, whatever, on and on. Like Jesse's always talked about, and yeah,
3: there's dude, still was. if there's
1: ever been somebody who nailed a prediction <laughs> in, in a year, it was you this year saying, "Hey, it's going to be Gen 9. and you were right because it's three-year span. Therein lies the issue. We're now getting Pokemon sprawling RPGs, right? With tons of moving parts
2: and characters one a year. <laughs> now well, I mean, it's is, like this isn't even a recent thing. It, it's it's been going on for a while. I probably been doing this. I could probably go back 15 years to have an annual Pokemon game with the exception of one and that's when they released Yokai Watch. That was hmm, like, the they, only
1: they've year. They've been doing this. It's supposed to be the next Pokemon
0: it's just the generations that are three years apart. Right. You know, from the mainline stuff. The there's big, always been okay, anyway, a remake so or a, a spin-off.
1: But that's or what I'm saying. It's like, yeah. okay, I think at this point, the the way they fix this is yes, they do patches. They're going to have to patch the crap out of this game to, to make it better, uh, technically, if they can. The the other thing is is that if there's a Pokemon game planned for November of next year,
2: axe. Be done.
1: Well, yeah, it,
3: if if, they if anything, with, if okay, anything for next I'll November.
2: S- I'll save that thought for my predictions. <laughs>
0: okay. If anything, and this may go along with Jesse's prediction and maybe even mine, if I remember to put it down. If anything, I'm sure they're going to have, like you guys talked about already, the DLC. It, what they should do, instead of doing something next November and doing DLC in April or March, or like they did before is actually do the DLC in November. Push that up so that they can concentrate, uh, have the mainline team work on the next thing for 2024.
1: I think there's something to be said for taking like Pokemon like this, like a mainline Pokemon game, spending three years developing a really, really good game, right? And, And a DLC plan to follow that. And allowing those subsequent other years where Pokemon is not being released to be uh, a time when you highlight your lesser known IPs or, or less, you know, whatever tier, lower tier IPs and you elevate, and you elevate those. I'm not just talking about Pokemon. I'm talking about Nintendo in general. You elevate those, Those things and and Kid Icarus remake is absolutely one of the the ones I would say F-Zero stuff we haven't seen instead of pumping five or six IPs like a cash cow, you know, like, and, and I again, we're retreading water here that a lot of people have talked about. It's just, I can't think of a, I can't think of a game that I've seen get, have this, many problems on release i guess like a big triple a game like this uh have problems on release uh, other than like cyberpunk and right. and you know cyberpunk but, yeah. did eventually get better yeah and people well, kind of cared about it but like how the like, the pokemon wasn't that broken <laughs> yeah yeah It's but but i'm still it was broken like a, but not cyberpunk a high, broken i'm telling you it's a high profile release that's broken on launch
0: and did not deliver. You know, I do think Something, that. The patch- somebody got fired in the quality department for sure. Oh, I'm sure.
3: I'm <laughs> sure there's stuff happening <laughs> oh, no, right now. We
0: don't know. I don't that. necessarily think that because
2: I'm sure they knew about these bugs. They had to have known about these bugs. It's just that the higher ups said, this needs to go out. I don't care what it looks like
0: fix it later yeah, that's that's the part i i'm curious about is like the qa what department
2: made, has no
0: and, and the developers can't you know they, they they well do like what justin had mentioned like justin men- mentioned there this is bigger than just a game obviously because pokemon has all of these other things that tie into their new pokemon that come out between cards plushies merchandise toys games you know not just video games but you know whatever everything around that all so, the merchandise all of it and, and
1: when and when a video game suffers when the and the video game is like the core of that franchise when the game suffers because of all the extra stuff that's where you've messed up yes i that that's where i mean imagine guys imagine the mario movie comes out in april right And it's hype and it's awesome because we've seen the trailer. We're going to talk about that here in a little bit on the show. Uh, But the Marvel, uh, the the Mario movie comes out and they release a game and it comes out and it is this broken and buggy. And, you know, like it makes people feel sick when they're, (laughs) when they're playing it and all kinds of stuff.
0: That's you guys. That's unacceptable. (laughs) I don't have that problem.
1: (laughs) That's unacceptable. Right. Yeah. Like, Think about how th- like that, and and wh- Nintendo would not allow that to happen. So at some point here, there's some kind of chain of commands where something went really wrong, and I guess they just had to say, "Well, we just got to release it," <laughs> you know. Like I guess we just got to we
0: got to put it out. And this is exactly what we've talked about in other games, and and when we've seen it released where we're like, you know, this should have stayed in the oven longer. This is one of those same things. Obviously, this there is something much bigger in the back end that happened that they couldn't just delay it. At some point, it went beyond that point where it was like, we've seen it through all these other games where we get the email or the Twitter post or whatever that says to our fans, we're sorry, we have to delay delay this game. You know, it needs it needs longer. At some point, Pokemon could not do that because of everything else going on. What that is, I don't know. I'm not an expert in that. To me, in my limited knowledge, it seems like if in July or August, that game is not at a certain point, like there's, you know, project management. If it's not at a certain point, you say this is going to be delayed. And then you have a plan B where other things may come out still in November that are around that. And you kind of lead up to the launch of that new Pokemon game. However long you need to delay it. Maybe it doesn't come out in December. Maybe maybe it just needs another month. Who knows? Or maybe it's a January, February game, but it's still, it's very interesting. And again, we'll probably won't see anything happen until it comes out in a book 10 years from now. But it's very interesting to, to see that this happen and that a choice could not be made to say that the game had to be delayed. Yeah. It's this something is
2: one wanted of those... To, I wanted, wanted to bring up last week if I was on, but it wasn't, is a lot of people blew the, the Switch 2 would fix this issue problem. No, this isn't a hardware problem. This is a software problem. Because if you look back at Arceus... They had models, if it was deep in the background, go at 10 frames a second or 5 frames a second. That's, that's the exact same thing they did here. They just didn't have that flag at about 100 yards away. It was more like 10 yards, which is why when you walk into a city, it's like walking, watching a slideshow.
1: Yeah, the the uh, yeah, the first like, time I went to where the gym I'm at now, and there's a windmill in yep. the city, it was pathetic. Like... I was
2: like, really? Yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm okay did, with something did, that far did, away acting, being choppy because that's just like, that's not hurting me. But with something so close, like I, I had put a, tw- a Twitter video out when I first saw the classroom, saw the kids in there rocking in their chair and wiggling their feet at five frames a second. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, there's no, that's, I, I, I'd like to know if that's been fixed with this. That probably has been. I will say that
1: uh, I was going to say a minute ago, Jesse and I also, we've downloaded the patch and I asked him first thing I said, <clears throat> do you feel like anything's different? And he said, yeah, like, it, you know, I, I do too. I feel like yeah. it,
2: it yeah. moved a little smoother. Yeah. I think that and, what, I, what I said about 10 yards or 10 meters is wh- when they started to chop it down, I, they pulled that back. Yeah, it's probably 50 or 100 now. Well, so, yeah, uh, I'm sure that's do... still there for background components, but for things more closer, that's not a lo- that's no longer an issue.
1: I'm still in um, our wherever the, the art gym is, like the grass type gym. I haven't like gone out on the road from there yet. Like I just I downloaded it and I booted it up just to see if anything was different right before the show. I want to get out there and do some traveling just to see if it does make it any different.
2: Yeah. But most of most of the uh just the wilderness I haven't had any issues the, the game yeah is great the 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 biggest issue I had outside of a city was in the northwest section of the map where there's a big lake and small islands that was like running at 15 frames a second Ooh. it was like literally half speed yes. and the, I, asked my, uh, I asked my son if he if that happened to him he goes oh yeah
1: the thing I really hate about this is that they've finally been able to give us what we want, which is like a living world with Pokemon everywhere. You know, like I love that I'm battling and I can see Pokemon in the background moving around, you know, and hanging out. And it's all that, that but- thing
0: that we saw when we saw Breath of the Wild. Everybody asked for it. They were like, it would be so cool if Pokemon. Well, they did it. Wasn't like it's this. just. I'm going to they, the school right now. By the way, to see if, they, if that changed. <laughs>
1: they put the they they put the wrong kind of gas in the tank. I don't know
0: what's going right.
1: on. And they, I want to
0: say, it, I want to say too, what commenting on what Ebisell Ab- said here is basically, um, the suckers will buy it. And I want to say that you have to remember this game. Although we have generations of people who are older now who've played the original and want to play this because of that. And are fans of Pokemon, because of that, they are going to buy it. This game is meant for kids. Yeah. And so us as parents, obviously if we're not playing it, we're going to be buying it for our kids and the kids are going to be playing it and they probably won't care or see those things, or they'll just won't think twice about seeing a pop in or five frames per second on a character, you know? So, uh i don't necessarily think this is a suckers will buy it type thing i disagree with that comment essentially i don't believe it's a suckers i don't think pokemon was trying to sell it to suckers i think it was just again a lot of things we can speculate on we don't know why but it it went out the way it did and now it's a lesson learned hopefully in the future and we'll see what happens in the next releases
2: yeah. Then going back to that that lake in the northwest, I haven't verified it myself, but Game Explained put out a video saying that that while it's not perfect, it is still a lot better than it was. Okay. It, it and, no longer runs at like half speed. <laughs> here, let's say that
1: like this is not going to be the only update that Nintendo makes to this. There no. they they I mean the statement literally says we are working on improvements to the game.
2: Yeah.
0: Now, how what, many what, that is, and what are the what are those improvements going to be? We don't know. I hope yeah. it's frame rate and maybe they'll have another communication that outlines what that is. Who knows yeah, if we, they'll go that we, far?
2: But we know there was a memory leak before, where the longer the game's played, the quality just kind of slowly degrades. But if you shut it down, restart it, things are "quote unquote" normal again. It's you know the game the patch has only been out for four hours, so I think it's too soon to know if <laughs> those have been fixed. It'll, I, my guess is they they haven't been fixed yet. Those are probably will take longer to find, but at least, you know, what we have now is an improvement. Can, can and, I, go ahead. I, I
1: just, I want to make a, maybe a controversial statement here, but I don't, I, it may not be. I think we have to stop giving video game developers a pass on saying other bug fixes have been made. It's,
2: yeah, it's I t- want to know what those are.
1: Like we're we're we've we've had uh, internet connected consoles for long enough. You can't just say we made things more stable. I, if if I, I did that at work, I wouldn't have a job. Right. I need to be very specific at what was done. Stop taking this at face value. I want to know what what did you do? Okay, did you make it smoother? Then say that. It, it, did you did you make it where the draw distance is farther out, like you've been talking about, Jesse? And you you explained it in five seconds without needing to be technical. Like, just, just say it and let people dig into that.
0: Right. By the way, I can confirm that the students are not moving at five frames per second in the classrooms.
1: Yay. Okay.
0: <laughs> Maybe I'll just delete my
1: save and start over. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm only like got the- dude. I've got two would, gym badges and two titans defeated. Uh, I, I wouldn't
2: go that far. Keep. What yeah, you, got. you don't have to do all that.
1: Well. Anyway, I, the way I play Pokemon is very linear. When I'm done, I'm done. Like I'm not going back to any of those yeah. places and seeing it. Like, all right, I made it to the end and I beat uh, the big thing. I'm done. <laughs> I've I, done the thing. I did the thing. I got the badges. I did the. <laughs> I did the things. Although this is a different world,
2: so totally or totally different in my thing. son's case, he's already got four hundred Pokemon. He he's completed the decks. He has the shiny charm, and to him, the game is now starting. <laughs> it's shiny hunting season.
1: Well, let's talk about another game starting. Uh, he, let's get off has,
2: of this. He, he's got two so far.
1: Let's talk about Monster Hunter Rise. Now confirmed. To come to PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X and S, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One on January 20th. It will be available for Xbox Game Pass. Cheers. For con- <laughs> We're going to get to you, Tim. I'm going to let you talk all about this. Uh, Xbox Game Pass for Console and Cloud at launch. Uh, current gen versions will have 4K resolution, 60 frame per second gameplay, and 3D audio. Among other customizable options, 3D audio will come to Xbox One version in the spring. The PS5 port will support DualSense, haptic feedback for ranged and shielded weapons, and the game will be $39.99 on all platforms with the Sunbreak expansion to come along at a later date. I think they said March uh, for next-gen consoles. Or is the Switch getting a
0: price cut, or is it going to still be 60 Probably still sixty. Uh, I think Tim, it said all councils will be $40.
1: Okay. Hey, I may buy this now, even though I hate it. Just add it to the backlog just because. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Tim, you screamed out cheater. Cheaters. You are, and here's the thing. You love Monster Hunter. Let's be honest. You do love Monster Hunter. Um,
0: Not as much as some people in our community.
3: Is,
1: is this another case of Rayman Legends? Yeah. Um, you know, oh, it's going to be a Wii U exclusive. No, it's not.
0: I don't remember if they ever said it was going to be an exclusive. It, they uh, did.
1: They, they did. It was okay.
0: Like it, the first was only on Wii U. No, no. I mean, I mean, the this game, as far as oh yeah, the yeah. Switch, okay, I, thought, I don't, I don't remember. remember. Well, sorry, yeah.
2: Even ex- I don't think, that, and I think it's probably the right thing to do for on publishers is when they sign an exclusivity deal, it isn't for the life of the game. It is. Right, it's limited six months, twelve months, and also we're, we're too, seeing there could this be... more.
0: Like Sony's putting games on on
2: PC, you know.
0: And, yeah, I and... was gonna say there there could be like, like Mikey was saying, a timed exclusive, like you were saying, you know, one year, two year, three year, but there could be another that we don't see in contracts where it says it has to meet a certain amount.
1: I think it was a timed exclusive without saying right. it was a timed yeah.
2: exclusive because I think Rise was you know, on switch alone still is was like the best-selling monster hunter game
0: yeah and it's actually really looks good on the switch too it's one of those things again where yeah, so people develop specifically the- for the switch they know what they're doing a game can look good and that that's one We're that looks good you, game freak
2: switch.
0: yeah so uh and really i i'm i'm actually really happy that it's coming to the next gen Cause I'm I i can not wait to see what it looks like on the other systems. Because you're going to play it again over there, aren't you? I'll, I'm going to try it out because it's coming to Game Pass, so I'm I'm going to try it out yep. and see what it looks like over okay. there. I might not play the whole oh, thing not, again or right? play I as mean, much as I did before. But look, since yeah. it's
1: free on Game Pass, I may
0: give it a try. Yeah, Who knows? I mean free just, on Game. Just, Pass. I think because of how how much fun I had with that game, I'm happy to see it come to the newer generations and with better everything because of the newer consoles coming to it. So everybody can see how much that game looks. Unfortunately, that how much better the game looks. Unfortunately, that means they're going to go back to the switch and be like, Ooh, <laughs> but no, it looks great. i on like playing switch, Fortnite after playing it on PS. Right. Right. <laughs> it was, but I'm excited to see it come that there. Was. It's great that it's going to be $40 and not $60. Um, and good for Capcom for bringing it there.
1: Well, apparently they feel like it's got legs and it's going to make a ton of money, right? Oh, it will. There's,
0: I'm sure there's a lot of people who were like, thought it sucked that it was only on the Switch before. And then now they're going to get their chance to play it because there are a ton of Monster Hunter uh, players who love, especially on PlayStation. So, And that's a really cool get for Xbox because yeah, I don't think it's, there's ever been a Monster Hunter game on Xbox before. I don't
1: think so. Was World not on Xbox? Oh, maybe maybe it
0: was. Maybe, maybe I, I, I didn't. I I really think it was. So, I think (laughs) there was. I think you were right. I think your World is probably was on there because that that would probably would would have been the first one that was on there. Yeah, I forgot about World. It was
1: on Xbox One, and
0: uh, what's interesting to remember though, too, real quick that I now I just thought of it is that. Nintendo has always been used to having a Monster Hunter portable game until Sony had their portable games, right? So, But it's always been popular with the portable crowd. And then when it came to console, and it did really well there, like the Monster Hunter world and all that, uh, then Monster Hunter became bigger. And then Monster Hunter Rise came out for a console-level game, but you were able to play it on the go on the Switch. So you had that aspect. And now it's coming to the home consoles, the other consoles with, you know, higher resolutions and frames per second and all that kind of stuff. But it tells you how big of a game this is, that it was on the Switch first, and then it was able to carry over to these other systems. Yeah. And,
2: Mickey Dreamer in the chat says that know. Rise w- did have a PC release of start in January of this year. Oh, okay. So, it, so it was, it's been on Steam for almost a year.
1: Okay. Well, let me say this. here. Here's where I think Nintendo goes with this.
2: Also for right $40. Now.
1: I think they back the dump truck of Nintendo money up to Capcom and one other developer. They combine them together. Ready for this, Tim? Monster Hunter cross Dynasty Warriors.
3: Monster <laughs> okay. Hunter
1: Musu. Okay. Make it. It makes Monster Hunter accessible, but it also makes it a game that the switch can handle. Imagine that. Almost. (laughs) Imagine imagine that type of gameplay fighting Monsties. There you go. Yeah. Oh. See, my my thing is this I love the concept of Monster Hunter, but I don't like all the technical details. Right? I just tried the
2: the switch I'm not good
1: at timing. And like learning patterns. I just want to go in and press the button a bunch of times and kill the monster. Let me do that.
0: Yeah, there is, there is the, uh, actually, Jesse, go ahead. What did you find out about Nintendo? So the, uh,
2: I checked the eShop price. It is down to $40 as a normal price. Currently half off. So if you buy it on Switch now, it's 20 Ooh. Uh,
0: what I liked about Monster Hunter Rise, You're because, uh, it, for me, that's, I liked it because it was more accessible. You had the option to get detailed or the option to just play casually. And that's how I played was more casual. I didn't get into all the details and all that kind of stuff either, because that, that was like, I don't have time for that. (laughs) I just want to go in and hunt down a monster, kill it and get the parts and then maybe get some cool, super cool armor and weapons. You know, that's, that's all I cared about. So but uh, there's definitely more details you can get into if you want to.
1: I guess it's kind of like any uh, like RPG like that. Like I mean, you can you can kind of like brunt force your way through it. Because that's how I played a lot of RPGs as a kid. Like, I didn't
0: understand all the systems. I just, you level
1: up enough, you can do anything, right? Just level,
0: the way I played was like, does this make my character look cool? Okay, I'm going to pick this one. Yes. Does this, <laughs> does this... Uh, Does this magic uh, spell look sweet? I'm picking yeah.
1: that one. Does this uh, sword have a cool name?
0: <laughs> yes. Dang right, that's what we're using, right? That's that's called casual play. That's how we played,
1: <laughs> right? And uh, uh but then you can you can get into the the the, the details, you know, too. Like mm-hmm. I remember the first time I discovered Final Fantasy three or six, as Jesse would correct me. Thank you. There's the combination of different items that can make uh, Saban hit like eight times. You use the gym box and the c- claws and something, and he just becomes your your go to guy.
0: Yep. Yeah, because yeah, you definitely can gravitate to those sections that where it's like you can start talking intelligently about certain sections of the game. But sure. Uh, but definitely like with especially with monster hunter rise you can get deep into it and you i mean just go into our discord and you watch like john from dad's after dark show talk about it and i think solo something he was playing it and um hambo i think might have been playing it i don't know there was a group of people who were playing it that just were like oh yeah we're going in we're gonna go raid and then we're, i need this this part i need this monster and they knew exactly what monster I don't remember any of the names of those monsters, but I know there's some that look pretty cool and I had to get the you know the amiibos for them. <laughs> so it's like As you do. Yes. So but yeah. It's okay. it's different levels. But I am again, I'm happy that they are going to other consoles for other people to play. And then there was one thing I think I saw also solo mention in our Discord. I hope cross progression is allowed. It's mm. not. I saw a tweet okay. saying
2: that there is not cross progression. There is not cross play.
1: That's really crappy.
0: That's that sucks.
1: <laughs> but I'm okay. really not like, I don't care. Right, like, cheater. Darn monster, it, get out of here. I, don't want people, it. No. <laughs> I hate that for you. I like, yeah. cause I know some people that like I did see it. Uh, somebody say that earlier, like it was either a tweet or a post on uh, like the Nintendo voice chat forums. They were like, I- I've already started and done another character. I'm not doing a third one. Like this is this would be really cool to play with my friends, but I'm not doing. It's basically
0: one. for those people who don't have a Switch or aren't into the Switch for that reason, who rather play Monster Hunter on a console, a bigger console, and want want the graphics and the speed and all that kind of stuff. So, like the Monster right. Hunter World people, they want that. They want this game, probably. Yeah.
3: So, yeah.
1: so this is this is going to be out really soon. Of course, not in time for Christmas. It's a couple of month, uh, about a month or so away. Uh, if you're into that, it's uh, it's coming. It's coming. So there you go. Speaking of games, let's talk about your ability to get 13 free Switch games in the month of December. Uh, no Gravity Games does this every year. Uh, and, of course, uh, I want to say this on the front end. if It's only available to people in the North American region. But people outside of the North American region, you can just create a Nintendo account for the North American Region and access the eShop to get all the free games there. Uh, What's going to happen is this Um, you're on December 5th, the first game will be available to download for free. Um, It's called Pirates All Aboard. The only requirement for downloading for free is that you own at least one of their games. All right. So if you own any no gravity game, you're gonna get be able to download Pirates All Aboard for free on December fifth. But it's if you don't right.
2: Not quite right. Uh Pirates All Aboard is the is the free game you get for signing up to the newsletter, which is where you are going. That's where I'm going. If you sign up for the
1: newsletter, you do get Pirates All Aboard. It counts toward the day one download. All right. Uh, you can go over to NoGravityGames.com backslash Xmas-Giveaway to uh, sign up for the newsletter. Starting with day two, if you have the previous day's game, uh, you get that day's game for free. All right? If you missed a day, you can purchase the game you missed at a discount, and then the free game can be collected after that. So, here are the first three, three games. You get Pirates All Board, of course, for free. Uh, um, December 5th, it's X Order. December 6th, it's Gravitor. And December 7th, it's Creepy Tale. And other games will be revealed on their free game days. Now, let me go ahead and say this. All right? These are free games. (laughs) All right? Let me say that again, because Tim's over here shaking his head as I say this. (laughs) These are... Free games.
2: Yeah, these are games sure. that normally sell for five or ten dollars normally. So, I or expect less. Th- or, or less. So expect that level of quality. These aren't Monster Hunter Rise quality games.
0: Some of these, I tried to go through several of them in a stream, and I had to stop because it was, it was like they were more than I. Th- thought to get through and the stream was getting long anyway. So I got through maybe I don't even know if I got through a third of them or maybe half. So some of these like creepy tale I did I did in the stream. So you might be able to go back in our YouTube history and find that gravity gravity Graviteer, I think is on there somewhere so you could see what those games look like. Um, But I know one thing my kids my kid Sammy who says hi all oh, oh, by the way. Hey Sammy. Uh, he he always loves trying to get these free games, and he'll play them, and doesn't care. Just he'll try them out, and if they stick, they stick. If they don't, they don't. But they are a bunch of free games, and if you do it every week like you're supposed to, yeah. the, the kids love doing I, I that. <laughs> the, the goal of getting each
2: every game for free to some people is the game.
0: Yeah, <laughs> gotta collect
2: them all. Yeah, and, and yeah you know, if. No gravity games did this last year, and then I think a different publisher that No Gravity Games bought. Forget who did it in the previous. Uh, So this is like the fourth year someone's been doing this. So yeah, I've gotten
1: some of these before. Like we got Puppy Tail last year, and my son played it, and he does like you know some of the games. But these are free games.
2: (laughs) Yeah, these are
1: free. And and the, the
2: four games we know about, I already have because yeah. of these so so that's things. that's the thing
1: is that most of these games you'll be getting for free are already out. So if you go check out no gravity games on the eShop, chances are you'll be able to find uh whether you want to even participate in this or not.
2: Yeah, okay? Usually the last game is a game that's new w- with relatively new like meaning you went yes. out last year at this time. Yeah. So and, and
1: hear me, there's like, there's, there's some, there are a couple of diamonds in the rough in there. Okay. Like games are, that are legit fun to play, but one of them was, I think maybe, maybe you guys can remember. Wasn't one of them like a free running game or like one of those like runner games where you were a gnome that like jumped (laughs) and like when you glide, they pull their underwear out of their pants and, and tie it. Like they fly with the boxers. I, I Did not play this. Game. It's, it's called I, like under. It's called like Gnome Run or something like that. And it's it was fun for five minutes. Yeah, like so. It's just look, guys. They're free games. <laughs> I
0: they're can't free, say they're that free enough. Free games. These are free games. No, again, uh, they're they people took their time to develop these and all that kind of yes. stuff. And they're like I said, there are people who are going to enjoy some of these. You're probably not going to enjoy all of them. Because there were some, there were some things in there I found that I enjoyed. There was one space shooter that I yes. liked actually. Yeah,
1: I'm saying there's diamonds so, in the rough. Yes. You know what? A, you know, you know what I think is a great way to use this. Hear, hear me out on this, okay? Moms and dads, if you're listening to this podcast and you're at home, and um, this would be a chance where like I'm going to say something right now, uh, where maybe somebody doesn't need to hear that. Okay, so you may want to like pause and. They put your earbuds in or whatever. You get what I'm saying, right? Okay. So this would be one of those situations where you might do this. Like, say you already have a Switch, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. You would set this account. You You would set an account up. You would get the games for someone and have all of them loaded on the device so that on a certain day or a certain time, when somebody says, what is there to play, here's, Thirteen free games. Yep. Does that make sense? Yes.
2: Mm-hmm. Like okay. My, my oldest daughter, who you know, the, she just recently got married, so she—they're re- very tight on money. Uh, I, I told her about this. It was to tell them this every year, and they always get like one game and then drop it. But just she's going to try to get them just so she has something to play again. and They're free, and she can afford free.
1: These are free games. Yep. There you go. Um, guys, let's talk about uh, this other little uh, news nugget about the Smash community. And then I want us to have some discussion about the Mario movie trailer that dropped this week, the more robust, I guess, non-teaser trailer that uh, Nintendo let us uh, see. Um, currently, Nintendo seems to be in hot water with the Smash community. Uh, and one of the reasons, or the reason for this is uh, that the Smash World Tour posted sometime right after Thanksgiving uh, over the past week that Nintendo had basically pulled the plug on partnership with them uh, on allowing them to host smash events uh, on uh, all kinds of things. And that this was now going to cost them uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, to that basically hundreds of thousand of dollars either they've already spent or they're not going to be able to recoup. Uh, and it seems that Nintendo is doing this in order to align themselves with a group called Panda, who they were already uh, aligned with to do official Smash tournaments. Uh, and this has caused uh, a pretty huge backlash. If you were in the Smash community, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, but basically... From what I've read, and uh, from what I've from what I've come to to understand, this meant that all events for Smash for the rest of this year and the entirety of twenty twenty three would have to be canceled, and that these guys were operating kind of on a like Nintendo knew they existed. Nintendo was okay with them existing, but Nintendo didn't officially sponsor them.
0: Right. They actually had meetings with
1: them, too. Yeah, actually had meetings. Yeah, absolutely. But Nintendo has recently teamed up with Panda. And it seems to me maybe like Panda was like, hey, (laughs) it's not fair for there to be another organization doing this when we're trying to do this with you. It doesn't really seem to be any clarity out there about where the pressure has come from, whether it's from Nintendo internally or maybe it's a Nintendo Japan versus Nintendo America thing or or whatever, a regional thing. Or maybe it's from Panda or we don't know. All we know is um, that this was their statement. It says, in, in 2022 alone, uh, we connected over 6,400 live events worldwide with over 325,000 in-person entrants, making Smash World Tour or SWT uh, the, or the Tour. The largest esports tour in history for any game title. The championships would have had the largest prize pool in Smash history at over two hundred fifty thousand dollars. The two, the twenty twenty three Smash World Tour planned to have a prize pool at over three hundred and fifty thousand dollars, though, because they've now gone on to say, without any warning, we received notice the night before Thanksgiving from Nintendo that we could no longer operate. Um, what do you guys think about this?
0: There's also a Nintendo statement too, but it's a definitely a corporate statement as well, obviously. Yes. Um, yeah, if but, if this is if you're talking about the same
2: statement I saw, it's like Nintendo statement is contradictory to what the yeah. <laughs> the other statements are. So there's there's two sides sure of the
0: story, going. obviously. Again, to just like any controversy we have here, um Nintendo screwed them over, essentially, it seems like. You know, it screwed over them and the community, the community run event. It is Nintendo's license. They get they yes, they get to come in and say you can't use our game anymore, otherwise you're going to have legal troubles. That sucks from a consumer standpoint. It sucks from our standpoint as fans, especially if you're a smash fan and you go to those events or are part of those events, it sucks. It, and it's, it it's, and it also makes Nintendo look like the old Nintendo again, back to the whole corporate yeah. type attitude of, you know, whatever.
2: Remember packs
0: from six, yes. eight years ago. Yeah. Not so uh, from that standpoint, the other big
2: tournament i forget what it's called now
0: i know what you meant though but uh yeah it's basically it's coming back around to and somebody made a good point of this somewhere i I can't remember where i read it probably in our discord or maybe it was on twitter um that it seems like one hand doesn't know what the other hand is doing and this may be a reference to jesse i think what you said about nintendo japan versus nintendo america or marty if that was you one of you two said it um So Nintendo of America may have been like the ones, there might've been a group there who was like talking to them throughout the year and like, hey, we're going to, you know, we want to work with you. We want to work with you on getting your license because the impressions that that group had was that they were going to have to get a license for 2023 or I can't remember if it was for 2023 or if they had to work through 2023 to get a license for 2024. But there was some sort of, verbal communication that they were under the impression that they would be be able to keep going and then to have this come down on them to say no you can't all of a sudden any plans that they did make uh, they're stuck with and they're losing money which sucks but again this always comes back this came back to the thing we were talking about in Pokemon there should there should have been a plan B you know so from a business side It's going to be the factor of Nintendo owns the IP. They don't have a license. They didn't work through whatever they needed to to get that license. And Nintendo said, you didn't get that license. You have to stop. Whatever plans you have, you have to stop. Otherwise, things are going to get worse, essentially.
1: So this is where I'm going to kind of side with Justin on on what he would probably say if he was here. Nintendo is protecting their IP. Nintendo is protecting their IP, Nintendo is protecting their interests. And some people are not going to like what I have to say here, but it here it bears saying that a lot of times the Smash community is incredibly toxic. At least yeah. what I've seen. And there may be other things that have gone on at these tournaments. Because there have been allegations made against popular Smash players, commentators, all kinds of things in the last couple of years uh, that are not good. That whether people want to admit it or not, whether people want to t- want to think this way or not, it does reflect on Nintendo because it's a because it's Smash, right? Right. And for a lot of people who aren't in the community or in the know or in the tournament scene, if they see Smash being played at a competitive level, in their brain, they go, Nintendo did that. Right? And Mm -hmm. so if Smash World Tour at any point was operating, whether they had a verbal or written agreement or not, if they were operating in a way that Nintendo did not want them to operate, and there may have been some... Back and forth that we're not privy to, there. If that happens and continued to happen, Nintendo is perfectly in their rights to say we're done here.
0: Yeah, there was right? something where it was something wasn't met. We don't know those details. Right, and we and and, Nintendo and, and, and said, again you have to stop.
1: What it was it, until a book gets written about it. <laughs> okay, Ten years <laughs> or, from now, we'll
2: know yeah. more details
1: or the <laughs> tell-all podcast.
2: Uh, oh. Anyway, well, that was weird. Uh, yeah, he froze up. So something similar happened two years ago, where uh, the Nintendo said you can't run this tournament. But that was because they were using they emula- were modifying They were they, they were, were using mod. They were using emulators and mod- a modded game. Yes. To that enabled netcode. That I understand. Yes. Because Nintendo that was doesn't want to be associated with emulators. So I don't I I don't understand why they couldn't have just had both events. What's why can't they do both? I don't know.
1: Or just say finish out 2023 and we're done here.
0: Yeah. Right?
1: Yep. Finish
0: out 2023. This is the part part I don't understand. That's the part I don't understand is that this group went ahead and planned 2023 without the license because they had some sort of impression that they could. And and but Nintendo came back and was like, nope, sorry, you can't.
1: And therein, Tim may reveal part of the problem.
0: Yes, and you that's, know, like, that's I the think part that, where I feel there's some irresponsibility of the group side.
1: It, it feels like a little bit of the old saying: um, "It's better to ask for forgiveness than permission." <laughs> if, yeah. Except it's a multi-million-dollar corporation who, as Justin will remind us from time to time, yep. they don't really care about you. They're not your uncle Nintendo. Uh, they want to take your money and that's it. Um, you know, that that's why when we say they don't care about us, they won't release yeah.
0: F Zero. But you're right. <laughs> they do have to be careful though. Nintendo has to be careful when they do these type of things and they do them too much, there is going to be consumer backlash. I,
1: I agree with that. So you're, you're exactly right about that.
0: They have to be careful. And I and again, we're gonna get people where are like, oh, you're trying to get Give Nintendo an out and all that. No, we, we're trying to tell you both sides of it from our perspective is that yes, as a Smash fan, Nintendo sucks for doing this. And for what seems to be um uh, you know, cold-hearted move on Nintendo's side to just shut down that side or not give the permission to at least do, maybe like you said, Marty, at least if not the whole 2023, at least do the first half, you know, Hey, okay. You got things booked up to the, you know, through the summer, you know, you can do it up to the summer, but after June, you have to, you have to cancel all the other ones, you know, come to a compromise there or something, but we don't know what has been talked about. We can be mad at Nintendo all we want. We can say this other company or this other group didn't do everything that they should have done all we want we don't know all the other details other than the little bit that the group told us they did and didn't do and what nintendo said they did and didn't do and that's all we have so
1: and the problem with it is until they're they make some kind of like big official statement right that which they're probably not going to do because again we talked about this with pokemon earlier in the show nintendo doesn't really do this right. um it, it's just and it's a small group just, too. Uh whether we call it rumor and innuendo. It's just right. rumor and innuendo. Uh and that's where they'll leave it because um at the end of the day, um I would wager to bet that competitive Smash doesn't really make Nintendo a lot of money. And but again, so it goes back
0: to what I'm saying about impact be that concerned about it. It will yeah. it could impact, it could impact their bottom line as far as goodwill. As far the, as the core gamer goes is what I'm thinking, because it depending on how hard this hits the core gamers, the, the core Smash players, it could sour those players and you could lose a base of Nintendo fans there.
1: Yeah, yeah. And that would really suck. Yeah. yeah I hate if, it if for a, people who, who play competitive Smash, like... I don't get that whole scene at all. Like, I don't, li- I don't like to play competitive games. Like, or I, or I don't like to play it at that level of competitiveness. Like, I'll play online. I'll, I'll mess around, and do stuff like that. But I, like, I'm not gonna like spend 600 hours learning how to wave dash with Fox on a GameCube controller so I can play in tournaments. Number one, tournaments like that in in, in Tennessee are few and far between. Number two, I'm not great at Smash. Okay, and I'll admit that I'm I'm passable. Give me Bowser, let me wreck shop on some kids, twelve years old or less. We're <laughs> great, awesome. Uh, but but the, here's the deal: like I I remember when I was like eight, well probably nine or ten, because I got my Nintendo when I was eight. Uh, I remember like there being a Super Mario Brothers tournament like a Nintendo tournament they just called it we're going to have a Nintendo tournament at this random bank on the weekend and like the goal was how fast can you beat super mario brothers right mm-hmm. and i thought it was so cool to compete that way so i like i get it i guess um so it sucks for those people but like it's not like they're saying you can't compete at all yeah right it's like but we got to remember they're going to protect their IP, and they're going to protect their. They're, they're going to do something that's official, like it's a big deal that Nintendo's even thinking about competitive gaming anyway, right? Like mm-hmm. that they would partner with somebody to do that. Like, it's a big deal. Right. Um, Nintendo of nineteen ninety would not do that. Nintendo of two thousand would not do that. But Here we are, yes. um, and so what they're saying is, you gotta, well, you gotta play by our rules.
2: Yep. I guess this yeah. is, and I didn't think about it this way until just now. This is the, equivalent to a movie. You you buy a Blu-ray, and if you, you know, you'll see cop, you know, copyright information saying that. So for home entertainment use only, cannot be. You basically can't use it to make money. You can't. I can't
0: go and charge people to come to my you house can't, to watch. You the can't movie. charge admission.
2: <laughs> yeah. Darn I, it! I, even though don't you know, games may not have an explicit copyright issue uh, notice anywhere but that still exists because that's what copyright is
0: Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be said to exist yep a couple comments in our in our uh, chat Uh, Conoy says man that sucks Nintendo being kind of shady and then uh, Nika says they had to go so see you later thanks for stopping by and then Ms, Ms. says, I heard some shady stuff happened with the dude that runs the tourney. Mm. So, and then, yeah, there's lots of comments. Okay. Well, hey, look, thank you for that. Like, thanks for interacting. Yes. Thank you um,
1: very much. And uh, maybe eventually one day we will get to know, but probably not. Let's move on. Let's talk about something a little more happier, shall we? Nintendo this week uh let us know that there was going to be a direct uh on
2: before we start. Should I should we start it off with, with let's the, go. The a... <laughs> uh, a go with the the emotionless let's a go?
1: Uh yeah, so uh Nintendo gave us our next look at the Super Mario Brothers movie, or actually the Super Mario movie, right? Um that is going to be releasing April 7th of 2023 with a brand new trailer uh featuring uh first ever uh getting to hear Princess Peach, getting to hear Yoshi, get really get really getting to hear Toad. Uh Bowser back at it again. Um, lots going on in this trailer, guys. Um holy crap. Um I just want to ask you this. What was your favorite part
2: of this trailer? Princess Peach wielding a halberd
1: <laughs> in her Mario Kart in uh, her, jumpsuit in her, in her
2: unitard or whatever jumpsuit. That, yeah, that's very cool. Very
0: cool. <laughs> Tim, what about you? Favorite part? The Mario Kart stuff that just that was like, oh, that's going to be in there. That's I, cool. <laughs> look,
1: There was that was all like within like a 10 second. Um. I love the Mario Kart stuff, but I'm going to tell you the part that made me gasp out loud—like, literally, I went—was <gasps> the Tanuki suit.
0: Yes, yes. When
1: he came flying under that mushroom with the Tanuki suit, mm-hmm. I, guys, like, can I cannot wait <laughs> to sit in the theater and watch this movie. Yeah. Uh, every
0: every moment that that trailer was showing, my smile got bigger and bigger. Yeah. As I watched it, because I, I was just like, OK, this second trailer, for sure, like the first one was about analyzing it. Who's going to sound like what, you know, and all that kind of stuff. So I really felt like I I mean, I w- I enjoyed it, but really didn't feel like I could really enjoy it. This one it was like already know what to expect other than a few things mm. I haven't heard or seen. So it was just like okay I'm probably going to get more things that I missed or didn't see but I'm I'm just going to sit back and see you know how it feels and man it did not disappoint I'm so looking forward to this and happy with what I saw and heard I didn't nothing nothing was wrong to, with it the, for the, me
1: the the vo- the voices are so good
2: I, I, I wish I, we I could have to- heard Seth Rogen we haven't heard him yet, but I do like the, the modified Donkey Kong model.
1: Modified Donkey Kong model looks great. And, and can we agree, uh, by the way, if you haven't seen it yet, I mean, you need to go pause this podcast right now, go to YouTube, uh, type in Mario movie trailer, uh, watch the first one. It's Illumination's got it. Nintendo's got it. Come back, uh, after you have watched that. But, um, the very beginning, the door opens. Mario walks out onto this Donkey Kong red steel beam. There's boxes girders. and there's girders. There's the the blocks and the question blocks everywhere. And he gets down into like a three-point stance. It, yeah, it looks like, like it be a
2: Smash Brothers. Yeah. You know, I mean, encounter. do y'all,
1: you guys think that's a, that's a Smash Brothers reference? Or are we totally. just reading too much into that? Totally.
2: Totally. So you,
1: Mario versus Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong beats the ever-living crap out of him right in the beginning. Uh, we kind of get to see Princess Peach in action, hear her speak for the first time. We see that there's going to be Fireflower Peach, so she's not just going to be, like, hanging out, like, getting saved. Uh, she's going to be in the mix. Uh, Toad, with Im- incredible, impeccable comic, comic timing, drops the, but we're adorable line, you know. <laughs> um, you see a map of of the... The like, I guess the world, uh, you know, like, and you see Bowser's kind of like moving across it in his ship, uh, and you see all these other islands. Yeah, there's yeah Yoshi's.
2: You, you saw like the the ice island that has been just scarred. Yep, yep.
1: He's coming like he's coming for the mushroom kingdom.
2: Yeah. Uh, and there's a Sarasa land, like, he just, yeah, it
1: gives it like, and did you know, like, the, the, uh, the, the, the desert? Like is all blocky, like it's eight-bit pixelated. Like, yeah, ah,
3: the guys, there's so much. It,
1: yeah. So you've got the, the Mario, like the Mario Kart moment where he like Mario's on the cart, but then they take it one step further. He comes flying out of a cloud and onto Rainbow Road. And Rainbow Road. Um, yeah. there's like we see in the background of these shots, we see Cranky Kong, we see Dixie Kong, Kitty Kong, uh uh Diddy, Swanky Kong. Uh, so you, like I like I'm now I'm like, are all these people getting voices too? Like you know, are all these like, are they gonna? They're they, the the inner I like. I love the interaction with Bowser and Luigi and how like he's manipulating, trying to manipulate Luigi against Mario and all this. I can't wait for April. Yep. <laughs> Their every bit of high hopes, low expectations for me is completely out the window at this point. <laughs> I am 100% bought in. Uh I'm going to sit in the theater and I'm going to cry and laugh and
0: cheer and I cannot wait. And I hope my theater no. has I have I hope my theater has Super Mario movie tins that that you can get for the popcorn like I do for the Marvel movies. Oh, that would be cool.
1: If they do, I'm going to have to get you to get me one because none of our theaters do anything cool. Like
0: <laughs> but but
1: here's the thing. This movie comes out on the my son's birthday weekend. Nice. How cool is that? That's perfect. Like his birthday is perfect. Easter Sunday this year. We're going to go round up a bunch of his friends. We're all going to go see the Mario movie. I may go back and see it again the next day. <laughs> Uh, I did want to mention this week that Jeff Gersman from Giant Bomb is confirming uh, or is continuing to corroborate leaks that have come out that this movie is about 85 to 86 minutes long. Uh, so you're looking at about an hour and a half ish uh, of Mario action, which is pretty good for an animated movie. Right. I feel like maybe it's a little bit short, uh, but that's just because I want more of it. Yeah. Um, and he also reported uh that this movie will be available for purchase like, to take home on May 11th which sounds wow. a little soon to me
2: i could see maybe streaming that early and then blu-ray release later but if that's blu-ray release only f-
0: 6 weeks after release i what maybe, I think maybe it's more of the you know buy to play at home where it's like you know more expensive yeah do. And what I'm
1: what I'm wondering is is that a placeholder date from when it was supposed to come out in December?
2: That could be. like, oh maybe. hey, we're
1: we're six months later and now they now the movie's that, out in time. That for would make sense. You know, or stuff like that. Or is it this is our placeholder date, we're gonna see how much money this makes and we're gonna adjust yeah. accordingly to leave it in theaters. They, they have Mikey been the
2: quick with digital says, releases. Yeah, Mikey in the chat says forty five day window before digital sounds about right.
0: Yeah, they've they've been getting quicker and quicker with their releases like that. I remember when there used to be
2: three years between theatrical release and VHS release. Listen,
1: I don't uh, I don't buy many movies physically anymore. Like I have been buying the only movies I really buy physically anymore are Marvel movies. This one I'm buying. I'm I I will own a a Blu-ray copy of this movie. Um, I don't even buy Disney movies anymore. That used to be what it was Disney Marvel. Which now they're the same thing. Yeah. Pretty
2: much. But uh I'll, I'll you know, probably did, get it all an ultra. Disney 4K.
1: Marvel Star like General Disney Marvel Star Wars and Transformers. Like is basically what I we own. And I'll probably I will definitely buy this. It's gonna be in my collection. Yeah. Uh especially if there's a special yeah. version of it. Oh, that'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Uh, Rounding on our news this week, a couple of game release updates we want to let you know. River City Girls 2 did release in Japan and Asian regions today. Uh, North American and European regions are still planned to be released before the end of the year. Uh, Jesse, is this one of those games that if you have a Japanese account, you can just get it and play it in English right now?
2: Maybe. I haven't looked to see if it has English support, but the fact I would because it's not available in North America yet probably tells me that There's an issue with the English. They're doing some localization. So it'll probably be patched in later, and then that's when it'll be released here?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Sad news for Tim and others who are waiting for Disney Speedstorm. This game has now been delayed into 2023 with no official date uh, given. Uh, That's it. I'm out of here. Bye. Uh, (laughs) I thought you were playing this already, like in a beta.
0: Yeah, I did a beta over the summer. Um, oh, but it's and, but
1: like you can't play it anymore.
0: No, it was it was a beta test that we had to. Uh, I can't remember if we had to do an NDA with that or not, but we got to be in their summer test and had to answer questions and give feedback and all that kind of stuff. And uh, um, it was a, your time it,
1: with it. Can you say either thumbs up, thumbs down?
0: Uh, I can say this that it was if it would have come out after our after our feedback there would have been some complaints because that it didn't they didn't have enough in there yet it was just enough for us to be because it was the same music i think if i remember correctly on most of the tracks and i know each track is supposed to be the soundtrack is supposed to be towards that whatever movie or character it was for that track um so there was still a lot of work to be done that, but I still thought oh, it, would it was be more really- of an
2: alpha test. Than- yeah, it
0: was <laughs> it was a beta more just to, to it was fun. The beta okay. was fun. So and I was very excited to get into playing it. And and because I played uh, Asphalt, which is a racing game that Gameloft makes uh, and I think is influenced by their experience with that in the speed uh, storm i enjoy i really like asphalt nine i think it is the game that that's out on the switch
3: so i was looking
0: forward to Speedstorm, um and Mm. diving into that especially with some of the characters i like so uh, i fully expected it to have been released this year but there must have been enough feedback to tell them otherwise so because there were there were certain certain... uh progressions sorry there was certain progressions and how to that were frustrating that were uh the the board i'm trying to remember some of the details the boards were fun the characters were fun but it was there was something about the because obviously it's game loft it's mobile it's all that there's there was something about the the monetization around it that was frustrating that was clearly meant to make a buck and a lot of us gave feedback that said look we understand Gotcha what this is supposed to do, but you have a paywall in areas that shouldn't be there, you know, and doesn't make it. that's what takes away from the fun that this game could have.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, apparently they're working on it and it could be a while. I don't know if Disney's gaming side is affected by, you know, all the recent shakeups over there uh, with uh, Chapek being kicked out and uh, Michael Eisner coming back. Uh, or Bob Iger. I can't remember which one it is. It's the good one. It's the good one. It's the one who did good for Disney for all those yeah. years. He came back for two years. So um, we'll see. Uh, well, one other thing goes. I thought of, too. I would love maybe, to play this game. It, I, I think it looks interesting.
0: I think Valley might have had some influence on this, too, on their decision to delay it. Is their experience with Valley and how people are doing with that and okay, okay. buying into it or not buying into it. I think is it affecting the delay gotcha absolutely um michael eisner is coming back no it's not Michael. client
1: isn't it uh isn't aren't they doing pretty good disney Dreamlight valley it's
0: yes yes there's i a, think it's, it's been i mean pretty just successful, look at so. just look at nick from game pass news he's he says he loves that game he's constantly in there yeah so
1: i would i think i'm still going to try that on game pass but couple other release news here. Uh, Mario Kart Track Pack is going to be available next week. All If you have a Nintendo Switch Online subscription or you're buying them individually, know this is going to be available Wednesday, December 7th. This is going to be the last Track Pack for this year, uh, including a Christmas track that you'll definitely want to play uh, here at the holidays and uh, lots of others. All those tracks have now been revealed, and you can go check those out over on Nintendo's YouTube channel, lots of really cool offerings. Maple, um, the Maple Speedway, I think is the name of it. It's the one from the Wii where you're up oh, in yes. the trees, and it's fall. I that God, that was one of my favorite tracks. So good. So, I, I really am convinced after this track pack though that they're they're on a mission to put every Rainbow Road from every game in this game, like ever. You're gonna have all of them, all the Rainbow Roads, which is unfortunately.
0: Rainbow Road just doesn't. What if they make a tournament where it's just all Rainbow Roads? That's the next <laughs> Mario Kart. The next Mario Kart is just Mario Kart,
1: Rainbow Road. Yeah, there uh, we that'll go. be that'll every,
2: be pack six is the Rainbow Road pack. Yeah, every every <laughs> track
1: is Rainbow Road. 20, 48 tracks of Rainbow Road. Uh F- Splatoon Three has been updated. Chill season is now active, including new outfits, new uh catalog, new weapons, new map. Uh, So it's a pretty hefty update, so be sure if you're playing Splatoon 3 or maybe you haven't in a while, uh, go over there and download that. Uh, Be well worth your while. And one other thing, if you're still dipping into Fortnite like uh, Justin and I do uh, occasionally, Chapter 4 or Chapter 3 is ending. Chapter 3 is already ending uh, this Saturday at 3 p.m. Central Time. They will have the Fracture event uh, and that will supposedly lead into chapter four, which should begin on Sunday morning uh, if they continue to follow the pattern. However, this is a brand new chapter, which could mean a brand new map. It may the map may flip over again or, or whatever uh, happens, but look for a, a new season probably to begin on Sunday with another like two, two, mo- two and a half month uh, time. I think this time was 10 weeks. So that's, that's about um, two and a half months. Uh, but it's a great time for this to happen because usually, at least in the past few years, they've offered free things or, you know, some kind of like open your presents thing around Christmas where you get stuff. Um, and I'm excited to, to see what's, what's in there. Be interesting if it's a new map or if it just, if they flip the island back over and it's the old map again. I, I really don't know what's happening. I think you're supposed to read comic books or stuff. I just go shoot people. (laughs) Anyway, check that out, guys. That's our news uh, for this week. We're going to take a quick break for an ad from Manscaped.
0: All right. Whether it's for a friend or friends in your pants, you can make this season to be jolly with Manscaped. Do your little drum boy a favor and use the lawnmower 4.0 to avoid another silent night in the bedroom. Then add in Manscaped's top-of-the-line shower products to have the people thinking, all I want for Christmas is you. Santa cares about a sack, and so should you. Look nice when you get naughty by going to manscaped.com and use Nindads for friendship, for friendship, for free shipping and 20% off. (laughs) Get 20% off and free shipping with the code Nindads. That's N-I-N-D-A-D-S. It's, again, 20% off, free shipping in Manscaped. I can't say it enough. But, again, you can get any of the products that we have that they have at manscaped.com, like the 4.0 Platinum Package, where it has several things like the body washes, or there's the Performance Package Plus, which has the body wash, the Premium 201 Shampoo and Conditioner, Ultra Premium Deodorant, it's the best way to smell fresh from your Santa hat to your candy cane. <laughs> so what do you guys have that you would give to somebody uh, that you would say, you know what? I use this. You not because they smell. <laughs> I should you should try this. You
1: stink here. Take this. <laughs> um, no, I was like, as soon as you said that, I was thinking about they. um the scrubber, like the the silicone scrubber pad body thing buffer. with the little knobby on the, the back, body
0: buffer, yeah,
1: uh, the body buffer and the body wash and the shampoo, that's my go to right now. But yep. also the crop preserver saves my life every summer.
3: So just nice. go read a the package pro- of that. Just with the go individual
1: read ones? the go read the product description. You'll know what I'm talking but, about.
0: Are you saying you give them the one of the bottles, or would you give them the little packs with the wipes? Oh, no, oh, the, bottles. You gotta, the bottles. We got to okay. get
1: the bottles. Yeah, we got to get it all. Okay. How
0: about you, Jesse?
2: And I was also going to say the body buffer with the body wash and the shampoo okay. conditioner. The, Excellent. Those are the products I use the most.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. This is definitely uh, the new body buffer thing has been great. I love it. It helps actually save some of the soap, I think, too, where you don't have to use as much. Um, so, I think that is a great gift that with the, I think you can actually get a pack, a package with uh, the buffer and some of the, the body wash, right? So, you can. Yes. Yep. There's all, let's see. So again, that's uh get 20% off and free shipping with the code NINDADS at manscaped.com. So that, what does it say? Manscaped, get your jingle balls ready for the holidays. <laughs> Here we go. Yep. That's
3: exactly
1: what it says. All right, guys, let's talk about some events coming up. The breakfast table uh, is coming up December 14th. Uh, It's a Wednesday at 9 a.m. Eastern. Uh, It's the second Wednesday of every month. This is our morning edition of the dinner table where you can come and hang out, chat with uh, fellow Discord members. You have to be a patron of the show or a Twitch Prime subscriber and be in our Discord in order to be a part of this. Uh, it helps us build our community. And really, it's not that we're trying to exclude people. It's just that we... There's things that get talked about in here that are family-related, personal stuff. And so we
0: just don't want that going it is a all a gate. Over the place. It is a gate, though, too, so that you don't have nefarious people coming in and trying That's to right. ruin That's it. That's right.
1: That's exactly right. So. We want to maintain... The walled garden of our community. And speaking of the dinner table, it'll happen two days later, Friday, December 16th at 10 p.m. Eastern. It's the third Friday of the month. If you want to join the table, either the breakfast table or the dinner table, remember you have to be a Patreon or Twitch subscriber. Uh, throw your Twitch Prime subscription our way or and join our Discord call on either of those days. You can actually go in there, see when the next one is, and get a reminder uh, that uh, will remind you in Discord about when that is going to happen. Also, we are asking yeah. you
2: to saying, let us I, know. I, I, I had to sorry. double check the. I had to double check the dates because I'm not used to them being two days apart. Because the first is a Thursday.
1: <laughs> yep. Yep. That's what happens when the first is Thursday.
0: I, I had to do the same right. thing. I was like, wait a minute. How did this happen? How come the second Wednesday is that Wednesday, the 14th mm-hmm. and then the third Friday is that 16th, yep, two days later. Did. How did that happen? And it was like it's like looking at the counter it's like, okay,
1: Christmas magic. yep um, We also are asking all of our patrons in Discord to let us know uh what are your top 10 Nintendo games of 2022. Uh, those would be games released uh, on the switch in the calendar year. Uh, 2022, and you can currently go uh, and drop them in uh, the channel top it says
0: ten it right there. games. Yep, top ten games. 2022. 2022. <laughs>
1: uh, but we're not just going to let our Discord uh, uh, community get in on this. We want our listeners and Twitter community, Facebook community, YouTube community, whoever, Twitch, get in on this as well. And so, how can you let us know about your top ten Nintendo games of 2022? Well, there's a few ways. You can tweet us at Nintendo Dads. Uh, You can send us a message on any of our social media uh, outlets. uh, Or you can send your list to nintendodads at gmail.com. We do want to remind you as you do this that DLC counts. So like Monster Hunter Sunbreak can be one of your games, uh, top 10 games of 2022 if you want it to be. One of the DLC packs for Mario Kart can be on your list. Uh, and so leave them in that Discord channel, tweet us, uh, drop us a note in social a DM on social media, send them to nintendodads at gmail.com, and we'll be revealing your and our top 10 Nintendo games of 2022
2: a, early another, in January. Another caveat that we've counted is say look look at inscription. I I, I we Tim and I played Inscription last year on PC. We played it on PlayStation earlier this year. It is now out on the Switch, released this year. We can count it on our list. Yep, even though we may not have played it on the Switch, but I was still counting it. I just downloaded it on my. Switch. You're gonna have fun with that.
0: I can't wait. I I've, I've I've purchased things. the the uh, reserve copy of it too, so I can get the physical version of it. Ooh, nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I am like not. Tri- un- I unlike Tim, I am not triple dipping this game. I'm just it, I'm just dipping. I'm I'm tempted to even do a fourth dip and get it digitally as well on the just, switch. I don't know. So you like it just, that much? I. We'll talk about that when we get to uh, the top <laughs> games this year.
1: Okay. Okay. Very good. <laughs> uh, well, with that, it's time for Jesse's Pokemon minute.
2: Pika, pika, I hate you all. Hoenn Mega Raid Day is this Saturday, December 3rd, from 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. local time. Mega Sceptile, Mega Blaziken, and Mega Swampert will make their Pokemon Go debuts in Mega Raids. Trainers will be able to get up to five additional free raid passes from spinning gym photo discs during the event. A $5 event ticket will be available to uh, grant additional rewards to to trainers until 10 p.m. local time. Six additional Raid Passes from Spinning Gems, in addition to the six given to everyone. 50% more XP from Raid Battles, increased chance to get Rare Candy XL, and 2 times Stardust from Raid Battles. There's going to be upcoming Community Days on December 17th and 18th. We'll return all past Community Days featured this year and last year. Then there'll be a January 7th Community Day a community community day classic on January 21st and then February 5th. More information on what, what will be featured will will be released later. Uh, more additional events. There'll be an event December 10th and 11th. Details to come. With December 24th and 25th. Details to come. And then announced. Pokemon Go Tour Hoenn, which will be which is what I kind of suspected they were going to do Saturday, February 25th, and Sunday, February 26th, 10am to 6pm local time each day. Special research with Professor Willow will explore Hoenn folklore about the red and blue orbs, which are said to have some connection to Primal Kyogre and Primal Groudon. Event tickets will be available for an additional, additional masterwork research to lead to an encounter with shiny jirachi people in the chat are saying they like the song
1: <laughs> is it, your segment is the only one that gets
0: uh, theme music get the fancy music or we get the fancy robo jesse one of those two
1: he's, right. he's just fancy I mean it's fancy robo jesse <laughs> fancy music fancy artisanal sandwiches uh, you never know what you're gonna get it's like a box of fancy. chocolate fancy Yeah. Well, that being said, let's get into what we've been playing, shall we?
3: (music)
0: Tim says no. No, I got a correction, actually. Before we get into what we've been playing, real quick, I wanted to, I forgot to change this in the notes, but actually, this upcoming dinner table will not be at 10 p.m. on the 16th. It'll actually be at 9 p.m. On the 16th, it's 9 p.m. Eastern time. And the reason why it'll be at 9 p.m. is because whoever can make it can come and share what secret Santa gifts they got from our community members who participated in the gift exchange. So we'll be doing that again at the dinner table at 9 p.m. That's just one way to do it. Of course, I think Drew said he's probably going to make a video and drop it or he might stop by at that there. Uh, but there's very, there's different ways that people can share that. And we'll talk about that more in the community spotlight later, but yeah. I want to make sure the I chat that says,
2: out. I got mine already. And I'm like, yeah, I know you did. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we know who Ebusel's secret Santa is.
0: <laughs> all right. So, yeah, we can move on to what we've Let's been Let's
1: talk saying. about what we've been playing. Tim, you've written an entire dang paragraph
0: <laughs> uh, in here. <laughs>
2: What oh, I'm crap, sorry. Michelle says he didn't open it yet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Oops. Well, there's no spoilers. It's just, you just know he got it. Because he's been saying it all in Discord. So, but right. all right. So what have I been playing? I'll try to be quick and not take as long as it looks like it could take. Uh, but I've been playing, since we didn't have to be on the show last week, I've been playing a lot, I'm, you know, through Thanksgiving and all that kind of stuff. So... Xbox, I've been trying out some games. I tried out Gungrave Core, which is a third-person shooter, and it's hard as balls. Because <laughs> I didn't I got to the first boss and just kept dying. I couldn't figure out what to do there. So you need some crop preserver. Yeah, <laughs> probably. It 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 has a lot of aspects to it where it's a third-person shooter. And you're just going in, running and gunning, essentially tr- shooting a lot, a b- lot of people. You have a lot of combo moves you can do uh, with your gun or with your powers or whatever. Um, and it was all, it was a lot of fun up to the point where I had to fight the boss. And just for whatever reason, I could not get my combination of weapons to work against that thing without taking damage and dying uh, constantly. So that was that was it for that run. And then I switched over to playing Vampire Survivors, which I heard a lot about. In fact, I think it's up for an award on the Game Awards. It's
1: like Game of the Year or something or
0: the Indie Game of the Year. It's somewhere in there, but I had to try it. It's a roguelike shmup. And basically, it's and it's 16-bit, maybe maybe even less than that. Maybe it's 8-bit. I don't know, but it's I am loving I love that game. I am not as good as other people I saw cuz I thought I was doing pretty good. It this game, and basically, before I go any further, is basically you are you pick a warrior and you start off with one that you have access to, and you have to go get money basically in order to buy the other warriors that you can pick up from and use. But you go pick a warrior, you go in, and you have to basically shoot um oncoming hordes of various enemies, uh, like uh zombies, ghosts, plants, even. <laughs> Uh, vampires, bats, um, just all kinds of people coming at you, all kinds of enemies coming at you. And, but you upgrade your weapons through as you go through the board, dodging these things coming after you at the same time that your character is automatically firing off these things. Because basically you're just kind of walking around, trying to collect better weapons, using those weapons, to defend yourself or defeat the monsters that are coming at you and keep going and exploring and trying to get better and better. And the object is to try to put together the best build you can for your character to survive the masses of enemies that come at you all of a sudden. Because there's at a certain point where I get to a certain experience point where I've collected a lot of things and then all these hordes of things just come swarming at me and I can't get past it. It's still a blast to play to try to figure out, but I just can't get past it. But I thought I was doing pretty good when I got to that point. I was like, oh, man, I made it to, you know, however many experience points that was. And then I watched somebody else play. It's like, no, <laughs> I didn't get anywhere near. Is this, is this, hordes this of people Castlevania? Coming. It's not even close to Castlevania. It's, so, it's basically it looks like a bunch of Castlevania characters coming at you. But it's basically you're just on this flat plane and you're you got whips coming out and um projectiles coming out of you and trying to protect you and all that kind of stuff. And you got all these monsters swarming in around you and you're just basically walking around trying to get through them and killing the things that are in front of you, trying to stay away from the things that are trying to get you Um. It's basically just to have to go give it a try. And I downloaded it to my Xbox to try it there because I've been playing via the cloud and that and hasn't been bad. Uh, but I wanted to try it on the console to see if there's a different experience. And I haven't had a chance to try that yet. But it's a lot of fun because there is some puzzle element to try to, again, put together a build of weapons and spells that'll get you through these hordes of monsters and survive. That's why it's Vampire Survivors
2: the nomination is for best based best debut indie.
0: All right. Yep. It, yes. So it's I'd say just go give it a try. It it's probably it it doesn't teach you very much either. You're going to have to figure a lot of stuff out on your own. Um but it seems like it's simple enough to pick up. I mean, I say that for me because I'm I'm a casual gamer. I I, I categorize myself as a casual, casual gamer. So um and I had a lot of fun with it, and I was able to figure things out. So um, on my Switch, I've been playing a game called – I played a game. I actually finished it. Uh, it's a puzzle game called Goro-go, Goro-Goa. <laughs> Goro-Goa is G-O-R-O-G-O-A. Gorilla. No. Go, Goro- G-O-R-O-G- G-O-R-O-G-O-A. G-O-R-O-G- Go-ro-ga. Go-ro-ga.
2: <laughs> like is this the game <laughs> I played last year? So,
0: yeah, when did this come out? This came out in 2017. But there was a there was an ad somewhere where they were doing like a limited run. It might have been limited run itself or another one of those type of limited run companies that were doing a limited run of this game physically. And it looked the the cover of it looked great. I heard about it before and I was like, you know what? I think my wife would enjoy it. I was going to try to get it, but I didn't make it in time to buy it. There was very limited amounts to get it. So, but I read about it some more and I was like, you know what? I'm going to download this. I recommended it to my wife, said she should download it too, but I downloaded it. It's basically a, a puzzle game that uses art to tell a story that you can zoom in on and zoom out of to change your aspect of that art and manipulate things that are happening and then also to when you zoom in on some things you slide you can slide that art to another panel to the right left or bottom or up wherever that original piece of art was and then then takes the art apart so that say you're looking you go through a doorway you go through a doorway and then you're looking at this you know this one aspect of this art work and you move the panel over, then the doorway becomes empty and then you can use that doorway to access another area of the art, uh, another, another piece of art. So uh, I would say watch a video of this. It's very it's very unique gameplay. It is. Uh, I got through it in a few hours. I was able to finish the game and see the story. And I enjoyed it immensely. Um, so, I I would say again, check out G O R O G O A.
3: It's on go sale row, right on. now.
1: It's on sale. Yeah, seventy percent off. Yes, so. four dollars and forty nine cents. So, if you're looking for a puzzle game on the Nintendo Switch, you have no excuse.
2: Yeah, Blanco suggested this to me last year, and I played it on Xbox, when it, uh, and it it was amazing.
0: Yes, it's it's an amazing, amazing visual story. So if you're looking for text uh, narrative, it's not here. It's all visual and you're putting together the story by the visuals and by the artwork and zooming in and out and seeing some of the motion that happens in the story. So I enjoyed it. Again, I consider myself casual player so I was able to get through it and I think so a lot of people could probably get through this but I still think it also will um satisfy even the most hardcore gamer in some aspects too so I mean J- Joyce Jesse enjoyed it so there you go <laughs> <laughs> um all right so the other games uh I played I'm playing a game called swordship that I'll have full coverage on after the fifth. Uh, So I can't say any more than that. Um, Night Witch I played and streamed. um, um, And you can look up by going back to Sword Ship, by the way, that is a uh, roguelike type game. Uh, I would say go look it up. It is on the Nintendo Switch. Sword Ship. All one word. Uh, so check it out. You can't read about that. And so I just can't talk about it much yet until after the fifth uh, again, going back to the night, Witch, I did stream that that is basically a Metroidvania um, shoot them up as well. A shmup um, with uh, a deck of cards that you can use for weapons that you, your witch can use. So you get a deck, you get cards that you you have access to and you can build your deck as you get more and more cards uh, you use mana to pay for those cards so if you're a magic user magic the gathering player you would know what kind of that feel is there where you have to have mana enough mana to pay for your cards um, so you start off my witch has you start off with three mana points and so you're limited to the amount of mana you can use and it's replenished by defeating enemies uh, and again, it's a metroidvania. So you are going, you have a map, you go and you're exploring the map and you're trying to figure out what's going on in the world. Since you, you are, there's a whole story behind this. I won't go into it. So, so you can find out about it if you decide to play it. Um, but basically you are exploring this underground tunnels that your people are in, that you have to figure out why that you were attacked. Your people in your city were attacked You're going to explore it and you're being attacked by these robots and uh, they're shooting at you like they like any kind of shmup would where you get multiple bullets coming at you and you can get ambushed by a bunch of robots. And so you're going to have bullets coming at you from all angles. What I liked about this again, and I keep saying this, I'm a casual player. (laughs) I'm not very good at games, but I enjoy playing games that can challenge me. This game has the ability for you to set it the way to your skill level. So there's actually a cool little way that it does that is that you can discover or look it up on the internet or whatever cheat codes that will help you play the game the way you want to. In fact, I had to look up a cheat code during the stream to get invincibility mode <laughs> so I could get through the first boss just so wow. I could see the card battle because it's tough. It shmups. I am not good at shmups. I love them, but I've learned that I am not good at them because I don't have i keep the quick coordination to move. I prefer games where I can think and make my move. This does not give me the opportunity. Although there's some things that some things like the card building that does. That's why I'm intrigued. Plus, it's a Metroidvania. I'm intrigued. Um, but you are a flying witch that's going through these tunnels and you're trying to save your people. And I'm learning more about more and more about this game to where i'm finding more cards building my deck uh to get better weapons i just need to learn how to get more mana power because right now i'm still at three and i'm sure that's coming up uh but i would highly recommend checking this out if you're into shmups and you like metroid and i would say this is probably on the, the level of hard as metroid dread was But again, Metroid Dread, I didn't have a million things coming at me at the same time. So I was able to get through that game and beat that one. Uh, where this one, it's like I had to use invincibility mode to get through that first boss. But I've learned there's other codes that I can cheat codes that I can use that are basically sets of runes that I have to figure out that I can get more health drops or more shards to help pay for things. So uh, you can turn those on and off to make the game however you want to play it. So highly recommended that one as well. Uh, I've also been pay- playing Pokemon Violet. I've gotten through uh, three, I'll call them bosses. That's uh, I beat the Cortando Gym, the Stony Cliff Titan, and the Art- Artisan Gym. And now I'm going on to the Open Sky Titan. So if... Any of you have been playing Pokemon? You know there are, or if you've heard anything about it. There are three different paths you can go on. Um I'm playing all paths essentially if you didn't ca- catch yeah. what I'm doing. I
2: think so. the, that's what the game really wants you to do. It, yeah,
0: it is. So, I am playing all paths and I'm right now I'm only did a couple gyms, I'm doing a couple titans and then I'm going to go to the after think after this titan I'm going to go for the first um what do they call the um, star or something operation of starfall? Yeah. The, the first person I have to fight in that area. So uh, that'll be going to that one next. So that's what I've been playing. And I've been having a lot of fun playing Pokemon violet with that. And like we talked about earlier, I've been having a lot of fun with this game because of the variety of this. And there's something about the story that's keeping me intrigued that I want to find out more what's going on here with all these different routes and all in the main thing that's happening in the center of the Island and all that kind of stuff. So there's something there I, I want to know about.
1: <laughs> I don't know if I'm two gyms and two Titans into it because it sounds to me like you're following the route, uh, Tim that polygon.com uh, has published on, on their site. Cause I've started okay. following that, but I tried to do just my own route. Like I was just going to go in a direction and, Uh, I think it's cute that the game kind of makes it feel like you can do whatever you want to (laughs) do, but not really cute. It's still, it's still a very set thing because like, I was like, Oh, I'm going to go down here to this gym and I go into a cave and all of a sudden everything in there is level 40. And I was like, yeah, that's
2: the exact same cave uh, cave. I came across South of Cortando. Yeah.
1: I was like, I was like, I'm going to go up here and like the Titan, you fight the open skies Titan. I beat him when I was kind of underleveled. I, I kind of pulled it out of my butt. Um, <laughs> but uh I beat him, yeah. And uh so now I'm following that guide, and it's a lot better. But I will say that like once you talk about this the story, the uh the story that's coming along with the titans, where you're getting the herba mystica, uh at and, you know, a little more of that's getting yes. revealed every time I beat one. And it's yes. actually a really, like, I was... Yeah, I was it's very of, intriguing, a, isn't it? Well, you've it's, just seen the first part. Wait yeah. till you see the second part. Because okay. it's... I, I thought it was... I thought it was, like, I was like,
2: oh, oh, oh. You know, <laughs> see, like, right. I... See, you're saying this about like, the Titan quest? Yes. I'm, I would say the same thing is probably even more so with the Starfall. Okay. This is actually... Yeah a very I, 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 you know this is probably the best rival team rival team in any generation okay so they, they've got backstory they have there's they' they they're you can actually be sympathetic with them okay. they're not just evil to be evil or they're, whatever they're not just there to save the world
1: yeah. from devastation <laughs> <laughs> right exactly.
0: So, uh, yeah. so yeah, those are the things I've been playing and on deck. I'm going to try to get other some other games done. Uh, I have a stream, stream. I want to stream a preview of Thunderful Game, Thunderful's game, Wavetail. Uh, that's the one Justin played on Stadia. Um, Stadia. Yes, he's played that one there, but uh, I got the code to check it out on the Switch, so I'll be doing a stream of that probably this upcoming weekend. Uh, I also want to play more of Yoku's Island Express so I can finish that for the backlog monthly mayhem, which I'll be bringing up more in Community Spotlight if you haven't heard already. Uh, and then also, we have our RetroLogic side. Uh, those guys over there are stu- still doing Retro Rewinds. And for December, they're doing The Legend of Valkyrie. Uh, it's an arcade archives game that they're doing for the month of December. And I've decided to try that out and see how that goes. So.
1: I totally thought that was a different game. I got it confused with Valkyria Chronicles. I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, that's not the, that's not the game. Not the, not the same. Yeah. Jesse, what about you? What have you been playing?
2: Right. So um, I've been playing Pokemon Scarlet. And, you know, m- my past history with Pokemon mainline games is either I get stalled around the second or third gym or I finish it. And I am about to enter the eighth gym. So that tells us. So we see well, where
0: that goes. We see where yeah. that's going. Yeah. <laughs> and in fact, that the where
2: I am now. You know, you mentioned that the tunnel full of level forties. And before we recorded, I'm like, I, once I find a way out of this cave and get to a Pokemon Center, I'll start to start the show. That was the same cave. <laughs> nice. So so yeah. So the the gym on the other side of that cave is where I'm at now. That'll that's my eighth gym. I've I've completed. Oh, wow. I've completed four out of the five titans, and I've completed three out of the five starfalls.
1: You've been playing a lot more than me.
2: Yeah, so I'm around twenty hours.
1: It's true. When you get there, if you can only fight each elite with four member once,
2: that I don't know. I haven't gotten there yet.
1: Well, that's what and I read prior to that, launch. That my, my you son.
3: Didn't...
2: Yeah, my son probably knows the answer to that question, but I, so I'm trying to prevent myself from seeing spoilers. I, I heard the ending is actually really amazing. But uh yeah, you know, we'll find out when I get there.
0: That's what's keeping me involved too, is like I heard that and also these little bits that we get through while we're playing is keeping me going too. So I wanna know more. <laughs> so that's right. why I'm playing.
2: I, I have some theory. Oh, and so I, so I, some of the characters are really mysterious. So like yes. The, the the professors either, you know, either one of the two depending on what version you've never seen at least at this point in the game, you've never seen them face to face. You've only seen them on a, on a Zoom call at the start of the game and then you only talk to them on your Rotom phone. And uh, there's another character that talks to you, kind of like like a covertly, you know, before and after doing the star, the team star events. I have a suspicion of who that really is, but since I I don't know yet, I'm not going to say anything.
1: Yeah, please don't spoil. Yeah,
2: but yeah, so th- this 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 game has got my attention. Uh, I am definitely going to finish it. Uh, hopefully I can finish it within a week because next week dragon quest treasures comes out. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah uh, that's a goal. I think I'm on track. Uh, you yeah, cause then, you know, I have, I have 14 out of the 18 badges. So.
0: Yeah. That reminds me. I need to try to finish this before the 13th. Cause that's when high on life comes out and I want to play that. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the one with the talking gun? That sounds like. Yes. 40? Yes.
2: Yes. Oh, that's going to be annoying to watch videos for. <laughs> Probably fun to play, but it'll be annoying to watch. And then the last thing I wanted to talk about, uh, uh, something that Blanco pointed out to me, I think he did it last year. It's a website called adventofcode.com. So it's like an advent calendar for programmers where each day you'll be given two programming challenges and you, you uh then you solve them to get points or stars and then the next you, you go it starts off pretty easy and then they get more and more challenging uh as it goes to the 25th of the last day and just to started today and uh the again today was pretty easy i i i submitted an incorrect solution just because i misread what they wanted and uh then John laughed at me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I, I, I started a, an advent of code room in our Discord, and I kind of plugged it there. And I also started a private leaderboard because the public leaderboard kind of sucks. Because, you know, I, you know, I, I did this at around, around 10, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock this morning, and I was the 80,000th person to submit an answer you only get points for the public leaderboard if you're the top 100. If you are the 101st or later, and being 80,000 hours much later, you get zero. So the public leaderboard is kind of worthless unless you're there, you know, right at, at midnight Eastern when they when the next one posts. Right. So it created a private leaderboard where, yeah, they still have the... Whoever it, if submits it first gets most points but really we're focusing on the number of stars you get one star for every uh, solution you provide so a total of 50 if you do them all you know two okay. per day and uh that's so if you if if you're on the discord and you're a developer and want to you know check out the site you know, check out the room and i have you know look at the pinned messages in that room and for the URL to the site and the code to get into the private uh, leaderboard, is like already four people in it. Last I checked,
0: you and put you, that under you, the leagues category, right? I'll put it yeah. in the leagues category. Leagues category, yep. Okay.
2: Yeah, and uh, you, the, this this website doesn't have an innate an in browser IDE, so you can use whatever coding environment you want. Yeah, you, you pretty much download the, the their their file of test data use that to run in whatever environment you want to get an output and then once you have your output then you plug that into the into the problems page and it'll tell you if you're right or wrong. And basically. then I don't know if they're all going to be like this but the part the second question for today was basically based off of the first question. So I only needed I didn't have to write a whole new program. I just needed to make some tweaks to the original program to make, to, to get the second answer. So if you, if you feel like programming for fun, give that a look.
1: And next year they'll release the website Codal, which will quickly be bought by the New York times and then ruined. Yes. Right. <laughs> well, let me talk about what I've been playing Uh Pokemon Violet. For sure, um, that's what I've been spending most of my time in. We've already kind of talked about that. I'm having fun with it despite the technical problems. Uh, I also picked up a little to the left uh, despite Jesse's uh, warnings about the control scheme. And I kind of enjoy it. It's it's a very zen game despite the cat. Uh, I haven't gotten too far into it. I just downloaded it uh, yesterday and... Played for the first time tonight, waiting to start the show. So I haven't gotten really far into it. But if you liked uh, unboxing or unpacking, I think was the name of that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll you'll like this um, if you like yeah. putting things I, in order.
2: I tried unpacking on like Xbox this. and didn't really like it much.
1: Yeah, uh, I've also been because my son uh, has been playing this game. He like I've got the dead cells bug again. Um he he started playing it again because of the update that added like shovel knights, uh, uh like and like lots of various indie uh games like armor and weapons and there there's even ways you could like play as them like in certain rooms and challenges that are those people um but I don't know like I just forgot I guess how awesome a game dead cells was and I it's is the bug has bit me hard, and I'm playing it, and like I'm trying to play it and Rogue Legacy too at the same time, which is messing with my head. Um, because
2: right, so they're Dead similar, Cells but they play different. Can, so Dead Cells bugs can bite you, but Pokemon bugs cannot.
1: Yeah, I don't like Pokemon bugs. <laughs> I should all Pokemon that are bugs should go die in a fire. I'm done with that. I hate
0: bugs. I hate that little grasshopper. By the yes, way, yes,
1: the nimble, the one that's really tiny, and you run over, and you're and running like, over, and like, you like here's don't the see deal. I want like, a, a, a
0: battle with it.
1: <laughs> listen, I am on a giant <laughs> dragon motorcycle. Exactly, I should crush that thing, and then stop. Why am I not like what? Nope, you've got to fight
2: your fifteenth millionth nimble, yeah, like like sand slot or f- run them um, over. F- fungus uh, There's a lot of little small tiny little ones That you just yeah. you don't see I would Especially on like tall just, grass I
1: would like the option like for me to get off Maradon and just Punt Fungus like a football Like into the distance Like he just flies I away like and there's like the little yes. bling Bling and I then, approve yeah. of and then, yep. Yes. yeah Yep There can be a TM the yeet machine uh, <laughs> I love yes. it Yes. Uh, I've also been playing uh, a game that I'm going to have a video up on our channel of uh, here fairly soon called Railbound, which is a puzzle game involving trains. Um, you basically, you're trying to get the cars attached to the trains in the right order. Uh, and as you progress, like a, a, you're laying down track, you're either connecting track and adding to it or you're severing connections that have already been made and like rerouting it. Um I love the, the, the aesthetic of it. It's like a little cell shaded cartoony thing. Like the conductor is a dog and uh, music's pretty good. I mean, it's a pretty simple game, but the def- the difficulty in like the actual like braining, the thinking of the game actually ratchets up uh, pretty quick. And, you know, you go from having one car to having two, and then you go to tunnels and then now you've got switches and all kinds, of, you know, that they have to run over before they get here. And, and, uh, each of the level a lot of the levels have like a b side it's almost like a celeste type B side that you unlock by beating it uh, and you get uh, you get to go back and redo the challenge with different parameters different things like that but it's out it came out today I, if you like logic puzzles like that um I, I really I think I think it's pretty cool uh also over Thanksgiving, My son and one of his friends, uh, I just, well, they were playing Switch at the house and they were hanging out. And I was like, Hey, Isaac, have you ever showed uh, Ben the stretchers? Because they were looking for games to play. And he was like, I forgot we had it. And so now we have fallen back into the stretchers. Like my daughter wants to play. I want to play. I had forgotten how hilariously goofy this game is. Uh, It is fantastic or co-op play on the switch. Um, Basically, your medics that are, like, sent to different things where people have gotten the dizzies uh, because this guy who used to work with you is now a villain, and he's making everybody dizzy. So you have to go pick them up uh, with a stretcher, uh, get them, like, one player is controlling one side of the stretcher, the other is controlling the other, and you have to, like, go through all these obstacles and things, uncover hidden stuff, drive the ambulance, which is that's the best part of the game. Like you're flying through walls and all mowing down cornfields and to get back to the hospital and get the best score. It's so, so good. Uh, I can't recommend it enough. It's a great family title. Sounds like uh, fun. And I don't, I don't normally do this. When we talk about what we've been playing, I want to talk about something I've been playing with. Okay. Uh, I picked up right bef- right. The week of Thanksgiving, I picked up these uh, for the switch, Ooh. which are the Hori. Uh, split pad compact.
3: Yes, uh, I want to hear the about split, these.
1: You've seen the split pad pro, you know, that kind of has the like handle part that comes down. This is more of like if you're familiar with like the skull and co grip or something that didn't add the handles but had like a ridge for you to hold on to, these are awesome, these are excellent. Uh, I highly recommend this. In fact, I will say right here on this left Joy Con, this is the best D pad out that you can buy right now all right like real d-pad now these are not able to be used in any other mode than handheld mode but i did find out on hori's website tonight that there is a wired uh, basically bridge that goes between these that provides them power and allows them to sync to the switch it does have to be plugged into the dock itself like you can't plug it into a charger uh, and like, you'll know, plug it into the wall and hope that it'll work. It has to be plugged into the Switch so it'll recognize these. But I bought them mainly because I have the Mega Man version of these, uh, the, the pros, and I love it. But I love um, grip style Joy Cons, right? Like, I've got um, a Satisfy grip on my Switch right now, but it's like I'm always taking it out, putting it back in, taking it out, putting it back in. These actually work with the Satisfy case. And don't really make it like bulked up too much. So I can just put it in there and zip it up and go. And I don't have like that bulky shell, you know, they feel great in the hands. uh, And audio listeners can't, you know, audio people, podcast people can't see this, but they have two buttons on the bottom on the face of each Joy-Con that say assign and turbo. And that's because on the back end of these, there's these toggle bumpers, that you can assign to any button on the front. And it's very easy to do. You Basically what you do is you hold the, the assign button down and then you press the back bumper and then you press the next the bu- the button you want to assign it to. And it remembers it as long as you're playing. Like as long as they're connected, it remembers. it, Or you can turn it off. So like what I do is I'm, I make these back bumpers, my weapon toggles like swaps in Fortnite. So I'm not like doing it up on top. I just have that for triggers. Uh, the buttons on the right Joy-Con, like for Y, X, A, and B, they're big. They're they're solid feeling. The sticks actually have this rubberized grip already in them. So they feel great too. I, like, I don't see any downside to these at all, except for the fact that they have to be handheld. But I play 75% handheld. So these are great. Also, another great thing about these you don't have to take them off to fit your switch in the dock. <laughs> some some split uh you know pads and Joy-Cons make you do that. These actually have a ridge right here on the edge that actually conforms like it's meant so that you can put it in the dock. So I highly recommend these. Walmart had them. Uh they had this and they had like a, a pinkish color, and they had a one that was like Mimikyu and Pikachu. There's also a Gengar version that's really awesome um, that is out of stock everywhere right now. Um, but they're, Walmart had them for $49.99. Uh, they're on – Hori's suggested retail price is $59.99. So if you buy them at Walmart, you get $10 off. But I would highly, highly, highly recommend the Hori Split Pad Compact. It, it's, it's a great uh, grip alternative for your Switch. So there you go. Hope that made you want to buy them, Tim.
0: I actually had them on, hopefully, nobody in my family is listening right now, on people's Christmas lists for this year. Uh, one of each of the ones you just said for each okay. of the family members. So, okay. Uh, uh, look, for kids too, like younger kids, I think
1: these are great for smaller hands. Yeah. Because they, in the back too, I didn't mention this, that like where it comes up to, it's like there's a ridge, yeah, uh, on the back, so it kind of like fits into the natural way you're going to hold your switch anyway. It's not flat on the back; nice. it's kind of like a gentle rise, and you that kind of fits your fingers better and gives it more grip and stability. Nice. And another thing that I found when they're when they're dot like when they're slotted in on my switch, they feel very solid. Like there's not a lot of wobble. Oh, that's like good. A, you know, like before, and they're that's good. I mean, they're. I will say this Uh, for our video viewers, you can check this out. They do make the switch very wide, (laughs) (laughs) but at this point, any kind of grip like this is going
0: to do
3: that.
1: Yes. Okay. Well, even like I was showing
0: my, I got the skull and company. It doesn't stick
1: out the sides like yours does though. So this is just, it's like your Joy-Cons are wider. (laughs) Yeah. And so these are, um, they're a little bit, they're more wide than the Joy-Con, probably half an inch. But kind of whitish gray on the front with darker gray buttons and sticks, and it's like a muted yellow on the back and r- does not stick out at all. It looks really sleek. It was so If that glows in the
2: dark, too.
1: it does not. You would think it did, but like it's it. it kind of looks like you know how like when things go in the dark. they yeah, but I've had it in the bedroom, uh, you know, playing while <laughs> I should be sleeping. And he also asks: does, Is there um,
0: auto fire on it? Yes, turbo. All right, there you go. Right here
1: on both ones, and you can it's set turbo. anything to turbo. So there you go. Nice. Um, so
2: yeah, that's a really—they're really great. I love okay. them. I wanted the, to go back to Pokemon. Real quick. They didn't pay so, me to say that. Okay, something that I I found when I had about 140 Pokemon in my collection, my son found when he was in over 200. But if if you and I think I have like 200, 210 now. Um, if you go, you know, if you're at the poker deck screen, if you look in the, the lower right, lower left corner, you'll see something that says like X to see your trophies or whatever. And there'll be like a, a small exclamation mark saying you can redeem something. So for every 10 that you add to your decks, then the game will just give you free items. So if you mm. haven't seen that yet, go in and check it because you yeah, I I didn't see it until 140 my son didn't see it until over 200 so we were able to collect a bunch of things and uh the, the uh with what my son told me of what he gets at for collecting 400 it's a big hint to what will be in DLC so I won't say anything more than that <laughs> you said this was where in the Pokedex in the, in the Pokedex where you, were you um like the, if you select the the top item and then you see like a bookshelf full of the collection
0: oh yes oh then the you can x push button. x
2: and then you can just redeem everything that you able oh, to redeem
0: congratulations your Pokédex now contains 10 volumes in celebration of your achievement here are three bags of stardust oh yep. now i got it your pokedex now contains 20 volumes you get 10 great balls All right, Ms. Ms. says, thanks. I just did that. No way I would have seen
2: that. So, you probably, again, you probably would have seen it once you got 150 or 200 down. (laughs) That's how long it took me and my son to see them.
0: Nice. Of course, you guys also probably, uh, because it's by volume, it's like you, when you're collecting all the volumes and stuff, you, you get things quicker. You guys concentrate on getting, or at least, matt does concentrate on getting a lot of pokemon right yeah so that's probably why there would be tons of volumes there where i'm just like trying to get through and battle to maybe do a little grinding but well, i remember i found a beach that
2: i didn't have i didn't have any moves left i was trying to get to a pokemon center to heal up and um but i like like, there was about 30 Mon that I haven't seen yet. I'm like, I need to go back to that beach, and I haven't gotten around to going back to that beach. And now it's going to be hard, because all my entire party is at least level 50, so it'll one round, even with a not-effective attack, if anyone <laughs> in, the, in their 20s and 30s, so I'm going to have to throw in weaker Pokemon just so I don't knock them out.
3: That's sure. the
1: worst, when you're like trying to catch a Pokemon and it's like you've seen it for the first time and you're like, oh man, here it is. And then you knock it yeah. out in one hit. It's like, <laughs> what the crap, man? Yeah,
2: like I, I have a Talonflame as my lead. And I, even though the game wants me to get rid of it, uh, I, I've been keeping Peck, which is like the lowest attack flying move, which makes, which so to lower the chance of me just knocking them out in one hit. <laughs> that's smart. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, guys, that's what we've been playing. Let's move
1: on to the community spotlights.
0: All right, everybody, this is where we concentrate on our awesome community and uh, note all the things that our community is doing, including our family of podcasts. But before we do that, I wanted to remind everybody that we had our Extra Life at the beginning of November. Uh, We were accepting donations until the end of November. And of course, now that it being December 2nd uh, and on, that we are not accepting donations for prizes anymore. You can still donate until the end of the year. And we happily will take that so that we can still reach our uh, ultimate goal of $11,233. I think we're just shy of maybe uh, what was it, $500 or something like that of getting to that goal. Um, yep. But yeah, so we're still taking donations. If you are capable of doing that, that would be awesome. Uh, but again, we have to cut off the prize pool so that um, we can start putting together those prizes and drawing pulling the drawings. So, we'll be doing that in the coming weeks. Um I will be communicating that in our Discord and then if you are a winner and you donate you if you donate it and you're a winner and I have your email address, I'll be contacting you. So, uh keep an eye out for those type of things. If you were if you were anonymous, unfortunately, we can't give our anonymous donors anything because anonymous means we don't know who you are. <laughs> but we thank you for your donations um and that's exactly
1: you, what anonymous means
0: too yes but if you want to be counted towards that um unfortunately it's too late <laughs> so uh but just keep that in mind if you're anonymous but again uh i think you already knew that if you're anonymous and you donated you probably already knew you weren't going to get prizes and probably didn't care you just wanted to help so we really appreciate that all right on to the nindad's family podcast spotlight Uh, Again, we have multiple shows in our family of podcasts. We have Game Pass News, we have Dads After Dark Show, and we have the RetroLogic Shows, which has their own family of podcasts. So if you're into Xbox, you go to Game Pass News and listen to Nick and Sean go over several things about Game Pass, Xbox, all that kind of stuff. It's the place to go. If you're overwhelmed with Game Pass releases, they will help guide you. Uh, dads after dark show is the show you listen to after the kids are in bed and the wife is distracted and John and drew are the people you want to go and listen to about, talk about video games and dad stuff that we can't talk about on this show. Cause we're family friendly. They are not, which makes them a lot of fun. <laughs> we have fun, but they are a lot of fun too. Uh, their show drops every Monday night. With an occasional, or excuse me, is it every other Monday night with an occasional episode in between? And then we have RetroLogic shows. Their family of shows include RetroLogic itself, which they talk about retro gaming. That's Dan, John, and Sam. Uh, they've been doing that for some time now. Go check them out if you're into retro gaming collecting. Then you have on-topic retro, which John from Retrologic does in-depth overview of discussions about specific retro games, and then he'll have guests on from the community or other podcasts to talk about those specific games as well. Then there's Retro Groove, which has Adam and Liam. Uh, Liam has done some reviews for us, so if you've watched some of our YouTube reviews, he's done some of those, especially uh, music type related. Uh, reviews, uh, but Retro Groove does, uh, they talk about music from all generations and types, and in fact, I think upcoming this month, they have some Christmas stuff they're going to be talking about as well. Uh, and then their newest, uh, Retro, Retro Logic's newest podcast is called Film Logic, which has Mike Eston, um, Eston, who's a solo something in our community, and myself, uh, talking about films Uh, That we've been watching and shows we've been watching, which is also endorsed by Brad William Pitt, if you didn't know. So, we're famous. (laughs) So, go listen to those shows if you can. If you're looking for other things to listen to, any of those topics should be able to cover those things. Um, But go to the Nintendodads.org to see all the Nintendads family of podcasts, Spotify feeds for the main shows. And go to your favorite or go to your favorite podcasting app and subscribe to them there. You can also find all of them on Twitter, Twitch, and or YouTube. So please give them all a follow. Some of our shows also do contest. uh, And that includes dads after dark show, which has been doing our monthly mayhem for years now. Um, uh, When it, If anybody's been around for a long time, they used to call them tournaments, but they've been doing Monthly Mayhem for a long time now, and they currently have a Beat Your backlog tournament going on until December 22nd, where basically you pick a game that you've owned that's over one year old, but you haven't touched yet, and your goal is to beat it, roll credits, and then you come into the Discord and basically give a story about the game and a review of it. And then you will be put into um, the pool of them deciding who the winner is to get $15 eShop card. And then of course they always do a lotto draw for somebody to win $10 eShop card. So monthly mayhem is always awesome. This one's ending on December 22nd uh, so that they can get ready for their next season in the new year. They, Dads After Dark show is also running our community's presents After Dark, which I talked about before, uh, is the basically Secret Santa thing. So uh, we basically, the Secret Santa thing has been done as far as everybody joining in. Uh, People have to send their presents by December 11th. And we're hoping to talk about it, like I said, in our Discord um, at the dinner table at 9 p.m., on the 16th. So this month is going to be on one hour early show so that we can all, whoever's got their presents can start sharing and talking about what they got and hopefully got some cool things. So looking forward to that. And again, we also have bounty board that the dads after dark show does. So you have to listen to her show to hear what bounties they have for prizes that they post on those. In fact, if you know, we had one that was going so long for the Lego Star Wars game that we bumped it up because it was a high thing. We thought it was a very difficult thing to do to get all those, uh, was it Kyber crystals? Um, there was a high number you had to get, and, and Justin was like, look, this has been on here for a long time. We'll give you $100 if you can get this bounty. And sure enough, I think it was Episode who got that one, Um and um, <laughs> there hasn't been a hundred dollar one yet, but they do do bounties that give you uh, eShop credit. So keep yeah, an eye w- on th- there. There was
2: one that they were just recently retired with uh, shovel night dig that yeah, no one, nobody was no able one to do. Finish. Right? Yes.
0: Listen to their show to get the bounties. Go to their Twitter to also keep up on their Dad's After Dark show stuff. My,
2: my son just claimed one of their bounties.
0: Yep, for a shiny, right? So collecting mm-hmm. a shiny in Pokemon. Uh, Game Pass news also has the achievement hunters where you can also win a prize with Xbox uh, credit, I believe. So go check out their stuff on their Twitter page. They always keep that stuff posted there, and both the shows keep stuff posted in the Discord as well. All right, with that, let's move on to the community questions that we got over the past couple weeks. Starting with the questions we got in Discord, we got one from Jamie. He asks, should the game awards be shifted to January, February rather than having it in November? Actually, December to be uh to be exact. While it but we get the nominations in November, so I get what he's trying to say. While it makes sense from an award perspective, it would affect the opportunity for advertisers to bring forward their push for putting holiday games in front of the watching audience and for developers to show off their trailers in front of a massive crowd. What do you guys think? Should they continue to have the award show in December, or do you think it'd be best if they do the award show with the others in January and February (laughs) award show season, you know, like we always hear
2: people who has been watching the, the, the game awards as long as we have basically since day one knows that they don't even take their own awards seriously. So why the hell should we, (laughs) <laughs> uh, if they did, then yeah, moving it to January February would make sense. That way, you know, it gives the December games a chance to be also included instead of having to wait the following year, like Smash Brothers had to wait a whole you know a year to be included. Yeah. and I think they did win something, but you know, normally. December games are, are, are forgotten and
0: not announced. Yes. Jedi Fallen it, Order, I think, was one of those games that was forgotten about, or just unfortunately had to go up against other games that were better Yeah. So, the following year.
2: This is effectively a four-hour commercial. So, yeah, that's why it's beginning of December is to get the commercials out, so to get people buying games for the holidays. Well. So, <laughs> So they would have to take their awards more seriously and make it less commercial, commercial, for it to be really, before it has a chance to get a more appropriate slot.
1: Are they ready to do that though?
2: No, no I don't think they'll ever. They're will. not.
1: I like. I really like the idea of the Game Awards being like a big celebration and a big party. Like as like, hey, we're all the game developers are together we're here we love video games we're having fun if it was just that and it was just recognizing different games for technical achievements or things like that as far as the awards i, I would be okay with that you know not not so much of like you know like best indie debut well okay you know or best best game or game of the year and God of War Ragnarok only been out best? three weeks Best esports
2: coach. Uh, like, who the hell cares? Hey, right, right. <laughs> uh But the hey,
1: esports Jesse, you people can't, do. You can't say that because that's gaming too, and everybody's a gamer. Even if you play Candy Crush on your phone for 400 hours, you're a gamer. Uh, but that doesn't
2: mean you care about the coaches. Right.
1: Well, but anyway, I, I don't know. I think keep it where it is. I. I, like we've even shifted our approach to the Game Awards this year, that we're not even going to like live react to it, live stream it. Yeah, watch it. because because every time because we there's do, there's really nothing get, ever Nintendo related. We
2: we get claims on YouTube, and it's a hassle to deal with. And uh, so, what 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 was the plan? And this, so, this could could be ch- different if I'm wrong. But I think we're still going to watch. We're going to watch the Game Awards independently. Uh. We will. We will do a show afterwards on the same night, so it'll be a later show. So we'll start it'll be a later show with, we'll
1: and, start and at that way we're Eastern. able to talk about anything. But we are not like doing the game awards and then doing a show.
3: Yeah.
2: Right. Yeah. In in past years, we, if we've live reacted to the show to the, the game awards, we didn't have a show that week because that would have been ugly. <laughs> so doing this still might be ugly because it still means I'm sitting in this chair for eight hours. <laughs> after having sitting in this in this chair for eight hours
3: right
0: <laughs>
3: but at
2: least hilarious. i'm not stre- at least we're not streaming the entire time so yeah right no it's so so not... we'll still be able to talk about current news in addition to what happened in, in the game awards but yeah, I think, the game awards yeah, is going
0: to be the main chunk of that probably so yeah um and we'll be jumping right in to talk about it as soon as we can. And I think they run over sometimes, but we'll see. We'll see how it works out. Not often. They're normally pretty good at their time. That's true. It's true. But yep. Or hope we'll, instead of that night, instead of starting at 10 Eastern, we'll be starting at 11 Eastern. So, all right. Next question is from John, Dad's After Dark Show, John. Says, hey dads, Drew is shaming me because the final boss of Rogue Legacy 2 was so hard and unfair and broken and ridiculous that I used the house rule settings to have his HP and beat him that way. My question this week is Have you ever been in an abusive relationship and were called names like loser or fake gamer when you lowered the difficulty right at the end of the game? And when you try to tell someone else about it, your partner disconnected your inner. Apparently, got <laughs> so. So,
1: what I'm getting here is that the dark and Dad's after dark is not just about like a physical time or the amount of light.
0: We're 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 really dark here. We've gone to a dark place. Yep. Drew is being abusive, apparently, to John <laughs> for the uh, way he's playing. And Drew did that. come in later, and I forgot to put this down. He did came come in and said that he beat it. <laughs>
1: I just beat the first boss of Rogue Legacy 2 after 400, what felt like 400 billion tries. I can't imagine, you know, the last boss. Like it's going to be.
0: Apparently, there's some house rule settings to help tweak the game to the way you like to play, I guess. So. Yeah, accessibility. Yep. (laughs) So, but I'm, you know, obviously those guys like to have fun. But if anybody out there is getting abused by their community or other gamers. Um, we always said that we always supported play the way you want to play, play to have fun. So if, if you want to play, like I, I played Jedi fallen order in story mode. I didn't play it in normal mode and I had a yeah, blast and, at that game. And so
2: this is an opinion that is uh, highly uh, unliked on the internet, but you know, give dark souls an easy mode. I said it. Yep. At me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, that's Not,
0: Justin at I, Nintendo. I still dads won't play org. it, but make it easier for <laughs> other people who want to. Email Justin at NintendoDads.org for your complaints. Yeah. <laughs> that's HR. <laughs> All right. Mecca says uh, how I, hard- I should set that
2: up as an email address, HR at NintendoDads.org. <laughs>
0: I Rebecca can do that. Asks how far do you guys go if your child asks you for help in a game, say like beating a level, for example, do you do it for them or let them know they have to figure it out or beat it themselves?
2: This actually happened to me multiple times when my kids were younger. And pretty much every time I would say, You need to learn how to do this on your own because the game's just going to get harder. And I'm not going to play the game for you. I have my own th- things to play. They didn't like the answer. But I think it, it deterred my my daughters a little bit from gaming. But I think that's encouraged Matthew to be able to do what he can do today. I do remember a- uh, trying to play Final Fantasy IV on the DS. He, he tried to play it. And uh, he didn't know what to do because, you know, at the time he was seven years old. Barely able to read, and didn't want to when he had a, when he had a chances to. So I'm like, well, did you read to know what you're supposed to do? No. Well, you need that's what the text is for. <laughs> yeah. You need to read.
1: I, I say that a lot too.
2: <laughs> did you read it? No. Okay.
1: Well, um, sorry. Uh, I will help, but what what I've done is is mainly more along the lines of you hold like you're playing. I'm I'm talking you through this, right? Like, or saying, have you tried blank? Or have mm-hmm. you? Did you? Did you do this? Or what about if we did this? And now, it's my son doing it to me. Like I'll be playing a puzzle on something. And he's like, you know, if you just go here, 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 and here, it's done. And I'm like, How did you do that? Like, because you <laughs> know, a lot of times, like you get into it, and like you can kind of see what's supposed to happen, but you get in your head, and you can't really like, like you've been playing for so long, you can't get there. Right. But he just walks in the room, it's like, oh, just go up, down, left, right, and you're done. I'm like, what the crap, dude!
2: <laughs> I think I said Stay Dragon help Quest four in my story, but I meant Final Fantasy four. Yeah, for
0: uh, for my kids, it was kind of a all of the above that you guys mentioned and it also depends on it depended on their age and it depended on the situation in the game so i i basically I'll, i give them opportunity to tell me what the problem is cuz i don't want them to just say here get me through it i'm like okay tell me what's going on so it gives them the opportunity to try to explain it And usually, what has I've had situations when they sat there and tried to explain it to me, they're like, oh, wait, I didn't try this. They figured it out themselves as they're trying to explain it to me, what the problem is. So there's a level of problem solving that they're learning on their own there. But I see a lot of that in coding too.
2: You know, just trying to talk through the problem with someone else, you find it find the problem.
0: Exactly. Uh, Situations like Marty was saying, did you read it? You know, those type of things. And and I've and I've I think that comes with what our kids experience, because when they're younger, obviously, they're learning how to deal with their ADHD or they're the type of gamer that just likes to go through and play. They don't have they don't want to read. They just want to play. So and I, I constantly always had to tell Sammy when he was younger If he chose to play a game that required a lot of reading, I always told him this requires a lot of reading for you to understand what to do in the game or what to do next or what to do in the future. You're going to have to read. So and there was a few times he just chose to go ahead and play it. And then he'd come back and ask for help. And I'd ask that question. Did you read it? And he'll say, no, I just want to do this. And he's like, Nope, you have to read it. You have to understand what's going on. And then there's times I even said, like, I don't remember or I didn't play this game. So I don't know what to do for you. <laughs> so uh, but it's more or less a lot of times it's trying to help them. Troubleshoot or problem solve the situation themselves. So.
1: Well, I mean, and it just makes us proud, you know, when we're at the they they're at the end of it and they do it. Yes, for and sure. Like, see. And then the next time, you know, they get better and better and better. The skill
0: level goes up. And they're way better than I am at games. (laughs) Like you were saying, Marty, it's like, just go here, here, and here. (laughs) All right. Great question, Mecca. Hopefully that helps. But uh, I think what you were saying is that you you were on the he needs to learn from self part. But again, and your sister was saying he was six. So he's six. And what game is he playing it it all depends on the situation. So not some of these situations that we mentioned aren't going to fit that same thing you're mentioning. So it's all going to depend on what that game is, what that kid's reading level is. If it involves reading what that kid's gaming level is too, you know, if he's six, is he, are you trying, is he asking for help with, uh, the Souls game,
2: <laughs> I think. It, I think he said earlier it was a uh, new Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe okay. on the Switch. All
0: right. Yep. Yeah, there's, yeah, there. There's a lot that could be said there, and not even uh, our answers will cover so, it. So,
2: not necess- that one doesn't need reading, but definitely has dexterity and skill, yep.
0: and that that's a, a whole other side of it too. All right, Chris HL ninety four. At what age do you encourage your kids to pay for their own games? Do they need a job of their own or an allowance? How do they get games? How do you encourage your kids to buy their own games?
2: I answered this in the Discord, but I'll say it here too. Really, the the only time I've really said no, I am not buying this. If you want it, you have to buy it yourself. Was Grand Theft Auto five, which also then meant. They had to wait until they were seventeen, uh, <laughs> right? And two out of their three kids did just that. My my oldest daughter and my son both bought the game once they turned seventeen. Nice. They at the time they had their own jobs at that point and yeah. were able to pay for it. But uh, but other than that, but you know, pretty much if they wanted the game and I was okay with it, I I bought it for them. I didn't require them. They didn't. They didn't they didn't get jobs of their own until they were 16 or 17 anyway. And they never really had an allowance. My son and daughter
1: have had an allowance for years. And we maybe do something a little bit different than, than a lot of parents do. We encourage our, our kids to uh, take their money and save 10% and give 10%. Okay. So if they got, uh, you know, $10, they were gonna save a dollar and give a dollar. Okay. So that left them with eight dollars to do whatever they wanted to. They can buy candy with it. They can, because we want to teach them money management and responsibility, you know, even from a young age. So it used to be, you know, that we had uh like, oh, it's you're six, so you get six dollars a month uh, a month, you know, or you're Eight, So you get $8 a month or your are 10. So now that they're a little bit older, um, my son's almost 16, my daughter's 14. They get a set amount of money each month. They get, uh, I think it's $30 a month and they can choose what to do with that. Now, $6 of that uh, is going to be set aside, you know, 10%, right? So we're going to set aside uh, $6 of that. So they really get $24, which I mean, My son, a lot of times he's like, hey, that's a game on the eShop or that's a game on Steam, uh, you know, or or I can save it up and do whatever I want to with it. But um, I, because I feel like I'm kind of in a unique situation, I know, a a situation not everybody would be in. Because we get a lot of our games, uh, like as codes, or because we reimburse a lot of games, I don't mind spending money on games every now and then. Like Pokemon came out... We're going to buy the double pack and he's going to get one of those. All right. My daughter doesn't care. Now, she's not a gamer. Like, she has Animal Crossing and Clubhouse games on her Switch. And that, and like every night before she goes to bed, she plays yacht dice and takes out, looks after her island and she's done. She's good. All right. Uh, Like, she's playing on my OG Switch. It's like she'll be fine until she probably won't get the next system. I don't know. Uh, but she and she does get interested in the game here or there. Like I tried, but you know, like I asked her about Disney and Dreamlight Valley, and she was like, Yeah, that's cool, but it's kind of like Animal Crossing, and I'm already playing that. So she's not really the needy one. Uh, my son, he like every day, he's like, Hey, dad, oh, this game's out. It's cool. So we do make him pull, like, if I if it's a game that I uh, this is gonna sound funny, but I'll say it if it's a game that I think is stupid. Or dumb, I make him spend his own money on. It. <laughs> like I'm like, you want to do what? You want to buy Left for Dead for 99 cents on Steam so that you can add mods to it so that the zombies look like Waluigi? Okay, yeah, you're spending your own money on that, <laughs> which is Great. his recent purchase. That's what he did. Yeah, uh, you know when he built his PC. I don't care. I hate PC gaming. I think it's stupid. Uh, so guess what? You're saving up the money or you're earning the money and you are going to build your own PC. That's what he did. Uh, I want to like, I want to give my kids good things. I want to encourage them to like, I want them to have fun. I want to provide for them, but I also want to encourage them to have some financial stability. And I will say this to my son's credit. He is 15 years old and he is begging people to hire him right now. Yeah. Yeah. He was supposed to have an interview at Wendy's, uh, this past week, and the manager didn't show up to interview him. Nice, right. and that sucks. Yeah, uh, I mean, like you know, in a time where like we gotta have work, we gotta have work. Well, here he is. He wants to get hired, let him work part time. It's it's right. just, but when he turns sixteen, he's gonna get a job. So,
0: it's, I, I'm all for that. Right. Nice. Yeah, we're. we're we have different percentages, but we're we do basically the same thing with the allowances and stuff. And Sammy his focus is almost every week. He wants to spend his limited amount of money on an eShop game. So that's the usually the cheaper, you know, games that he may or may not that they may or may may not be good games. <laughs> but I've been trying to convince him. He's been coming at me with trying to like recently he wanted to um uh, play, uh, but I forget which game it was it was a $60 game it was coming up and I told him every time he'd ask me every week oh I want to buy this game because I would have to buy I would have to put the credit on the eShop for him to buy it I'd be like no remember you're trying to save for the $60 game so you need to you can't buy that game we got to we got to have reminders at our house yeah too. like hey you know this is you coming wanted up. this game coming up so you got to save that money but I want this game now. It was like, you told me you really wanted the $60 game. So I'm telling you, no, to help you out. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think I kind of do it the same way you do, Marty. It's like, that game sounds stupid. No, you don't. <laughs> you need to say, <laughs> you want to
1: spend money on Roblox? No.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. No. He, can't, he, he came at me with that too recently. Cause he's got it on his tablet. We're not buying Roblox. He's like, the, I want to buy Roblox money. And I was like, no. <laughs> no. But dude, look, son, I'm saving you from yourself. Right. You want to buy this more expensive game.
2: Yeah. And, and you know, in the past, you know, I said I like when a Pokemon like X and Y came out, and I said I said I bought four copies, one for me and one for each of the kids. So, and people thought that was kind of silly, but you know, that's that's the way we play it. And even with even with Scarlet and Violet, I bought three copies, one for myself, and one for each of the daughters. And then my son bought his own version. So, well, and
1: and look, uh, and two, here's the thing: like with that, with buying stuff for your kids, I think uh, we like again, we get a lot of codes, but like we've got greats, like family who will like buy my kids' games for christmas and stuff like that yeah. i mean like
0: christmas and birthdays they'll get my extra son money yeah
1: my sure. son's got god of war ragnarok on his on his christmas list he's probably going to get it from somebody uh but that was one where it was like dude i haven't beaten the first one yet i'm still working my way through it um i know i know like i know some people just went what you haven't played god of war yeah i know i thought i haven't played
0: one. it yet either Actually, so here's the deal like so,
1: honestly like I'm working my way through it and I said okay you can buy it with your own money that's fine but you don't have a lot right now uh but also number two if you you know I'm not gonna play like I've got I want to finish the first one <laughs> so that when you get it I can jump into the second one and that'll be his game
0: you know yeah so, I haven't played the second one and I have it there and I'm just like I've been playing all this Nintendo stuff so I knew that was gonna happen anyway so uh, it'll be there when I'm when I'm ready to get to it yeah, I, just I, had to I get I try, over the FOMO on it. <laughs> I tried. I
2: tried renting God of War from a Red Box back when they did games, and uh, that's when I got a photocopy of the disc in, in a box. Oh, yeah, that's of, right. Yeah, I forgot about that story. <laughs> and it's situations like that is
0: why they don't rent games anymore, <laughs> right? All right, so here's our last one from Twitter, and it's from Funchi uh, Da Funchi. The Funchy Bunch. First da Funchy off, Bunch. I, uh, I don't see the the Duh part, so that's why uh, I'm thrown off. Well, on Twitter, he's Da Funchy Bunch. Okay, it says Funchy Bunch here. All right, so Duh Funchy Bunch. First off, I just want to say it's pronounced a Funchy and it means nothing, just something my brain made up. <laughs> now then, hello again, daddies. I believe that word was okayed by Jesse last time. <laughs> Actually, I said I didn't like that, but <laughs> I can't stop you. But basically, I want to ask about you guys do when making content what equipment or programs do you use i make my own videos with two of my best friends also not asking for shout outs if anyone cares they can find me and the thing i struggle with most is audio usually because we can be very rambunctious and loud and or and our audio peaks a lot any help would be great i'm curious about what justin does too as a voice actor who must have more sound equipment no (laughs) One of my co-hosts has done some VO work, but I don't have the space for too large a setup and we tend to record at my place for convenience. I always loved how you guys were a small channel that only y'all run very nice punk rock indie feel. Also, what was it like setting up the live stream stuff in New York? Well, you got to have a wizard. That's what you got. (laughs) to. You got to have a wizard. (laughs) Uh, I've done charity live streams in the past with my friend and I always stay up the whole night but i'm an insomniac usually everyone else will take naps but not me this year we raised 701 dollars for boston children's network but i was sad because i couldn't be there with my friends so i only helped with background stream stuff by 3 a.m he was struggling to stay up but it was pretty funny for me to watch him try also my material can be very dad's after dark-esque so shout outs to them and warning to all you who find me So, first part is what kind of equipment are we using to for everybody here, our lovely voices?
2: Uh, each of us has like our own separate microphone that varies in price and quality. I think we've we've slowly been ramp increasing the quality over the years. Over, (laughs) yeah, mine is my my mic. I think is like four years old now and still seems to work really pretty well. Uh, What
0: kind of mic is it? Uh, uh Is it a blue mic? No.
2: I'm, I'm trying to read this upside down. It's Audio Technica. Okay. Uh, I bought it off of Amazon. I could probably find the exact model, but, but it, this model isn't available anymore. But I'm sure they have similar newer models.
0: And what headphones are you using?
2: Uh See, I don't even... These are ones we I actually got as a review, and I obviously like the epos ones right i don't find any markings
0: on what the brand is anywhere on here so i don't know (laughs) i I believe it's the epos ones i just don't remember which model ones they are too um yeah and then you know i have a
2: pretty complicated setup for the audio which is how i'm able to you know (laughs) do things like that that gets recorded and I hear it, and they hear it, without registering more than once in any one place to ge- generate an echo. But uh, I think, you know, so like my audio, my mic is directly goes into OBS, uh, th- and then it gets the audio from the other th- the other two or three people from the Zoom's output. Uh, so I think that helps with some of the peaking and pop uh, and popping. And, but when I, I use OBS to record the audio and at the end of the show, I'll run it through the um, audacity's compressor function, which will also help with some noise leveling. So like, like normally my microphone, it picks up my voice at a lower volume than zoom's audio for everyone else. So that's, sort of balances it. So yeah, a lot of that's yeah, p- that's really the only post processing I do. I used to do uh noise removal also post processing, but I started use I started using Crisp about a year ago, which does real time noise canceling. And that normal that's like good enough. I've never had to do another round of noise cancelling in Audacity. Because if you do, that degrades if you do it enough times, that degrades the audio and it sounds like mush. So yeah. Yep. So a lot of most, magic that Jesse does. Most know. of the audio magic is stuff that I do. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yep. We just sit here and talk through these mics. Like my mic is the wave three from Elgato. That was coming from a blue uh Nessie mic that I had. They they, they no longer make. Um it was starting to do crackling noises and do all kinds of weird stuff. So I had to move up to this uh, because Justin uses this one and he's always liked this as well as Sean Capri uses the Wave 3 and others as well. They all like this one because I was asking around which ones do you like, which ones should I get, and also looking at price. And so I got this whole setup between uh, the mic you just muted Sorry, I just muted myself. That. The microphone and the arm uh that that it has um and then I use my Steel Series headphones um which are plugged in here. So these are the Arctis 3s. They don't make these anymore cuz now they're making Novas. So those that's the next best best thing cuz they the reason why I like the Arctis 3s is because I can wire into my PC with the headset and then Bluetooth connect to it as well to my phone if need be, so I can listen to it simultaneously. Um, as far as surroundings go, uh, you can get uh, sound pads around your microphone so that it doesn't bounce off too much. Yeah, I, I have
2: padding all pretty much all around me on three sides, and it's not behind yes. me.
0: So that it helps with the, the 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 what you guys were talking about or what you mentioned earlier about the... You know, all you guys acting rambunctious and loud and the audio peaks. The microphone also, some microphones come with built-in software to help with the peaking. Um and the shields or whatever you call these, the the spit shields or whatever they used to call them, um, help with the the peaks as well. Um, but that's that's basically that's all I use is the built-in software that's there. Marty, what do you use? So I've got a uh,
1: blue Yeti uh, mic that's like it looks like a pill. Uh, that's what that's
2: what we used in New York, right? Uh, yeah, that was Justin. Yeah, Justin brought yeah. his.
1: and it actually this one came with an adjustable arm, which clamps onto the other side of my desk, across behind my monitor that I'm looking at right now. So he's
0: got um, a boom stick.
1: It's it comes over, <laughs> boom yeah. Mike. So I like, got see here,
2: there, it's,
1: there it is. Yeah, so it hangs. Over the desk while I while we record.
2: Yeah. Uh, and these headphones also hanging right here.
1: are um, these are just JVC headphones that I picked up from Walmart when my last ones disintegrated. Like the cups, literally, <laughs> the ear cups, like literally, fell apart mm-hmm. as I pulled them off one night after a podcast. Uh, these cost about fourteen ninety five. So I do have some Steel Series headphones. Uh, that I use when I, these these are the Arctis, uh, I think these are the 7s, uh, that I use these when I do video recording, like when I do a, a preview or a Let's Play for the show, or when I do uh, Extra Life, I use these, unless we're in a room with a lot of different people, and then it's back to the blue mic, uh, but I also have a Logitech uh, HD webcam that's perched on top of a, I have a laptop here and a bigger monitor that i have as a second screen and i just throw everything over to that and let the laptop run everything but uh for video recording it's obs and um since i'm on a mac i have to do several different things like there's an avermedia uh adjustment tool that i had to go download and find uh that We'll adjust um thing, you know, the volume of the mic and everything in there because it OBS doesn't work on the Mac just like it does. It's getting closer, but there's some things um uh, that it doesn't do, like especially like um when we do extra life, like if Justin and I are playing Fortnite, uh and I want to capture his audio, you know, like he's talking and I want to hear him and be able to talk and do all that. There's a, there's programs that I've had to find and download and purchase that are, uh, one of them is Loopback. That is, um, like I had to figure out how to use.
0: Oh yeah. So and you're learning really, the ways of the wizard as well. Yeah, it was try It was trial and error. <laughs> so, uh,
1: what, Jesse, why don't you talk about setting up there in New York and how that was?
0: Yeah.
2: Well, b- before we do, Mecca asked a question. Does, is it good to use wired headset or wireless? I, I would prefer wired because with wireless, you can risk adding latency. And if you have, you know, it adds a little bit of latency going to an HDMI TV anyway. But if that latency of the TV doesn't match the latency of your headset, it's going to give you a headache. It's going to probably make you nauseous. It's kind of... (laughs) Cause all kinds of problems. Yeah. Um, So the setup we had at New York was pretty much almost identical to what i have here in front of me except for the complicated soundboard. it was uh the i didn't have any the, the soundboard, but i i brought my steam deck and had different obs scenes programmed in that's how if you watched our our live stream you saw us changing wh- whose hospital we were focusing on for that segment that's how we done it yeah except for our everything is configured through my laptop instead of my desktop, which I wasn't bringing this thing. This thing's heavy. <laughs> Be hard to ship. Yeah. Or get yeah. on a plane. But yeah, well, it was pretty much the, the way I had the dock connecting to my Elgato, connecting to the PC. It's pretty much
0: exactly the way I have it here. Yeah. Uh, streaming the games and connecting the games at- They've made it easier over the years, so that's we're thankful for that. Uh, It was mainly just getting the audio in from our our mic and and into the stream and all that kind of stuff that Jesse normally controls from his PC uh, to control via the laptop, which he was able to use his wizarding skills and be able to do so. (laughs) So, but great question. I know that's a lot into the weeds uh, for a lot of our listeners, but... Uh, that was a great question from DeFunchi, Uh And hopefully yeah, that we, helps we did, him. And We did get else? a lot of
2: compliments from uh, the other people who was, uh, yeah. was, oh, was yeah. there, seeing our setup and how we got it to work.
0: And yes, I was happy. <laughs> happy to, yeah, it was amazing. And probably you could do like a, a podcast, uh, tr- you know, podcaster to podcaster training. And so people can do. Mimic it and kind of lighten their load if they needed to, if they're a traveling, podcaster, or, or
1: teach <laughs> us something that we don't know about, right? Exactly. Everybody's setup seems to be different, yes. <laughs> except for except when it comes down to the OBS part. You gotta, you pretty much gotta have that to, yes. to stream. Yes. Yep. Well, guys, that has been episode 404 of Nintendo Dads. We want to thank you for hanging out uh, with us through all of this talk about uh, Nintendo and. Uh, ourselves and podcasting and uh, game releases and Pokemon and all that great stuff. Uh, we, we are, if we don't say it enough, we're so appreciative of you. Uh, we're so appreciative of our community, our listeners, our Patreon folks, uh, our Twitch Prime subscribers, and each and every one of you who helped make Nintendo Dads uh, what it is. And so as we close out the show, we want to say thank you. To our patreon producers dave earnsberger rj kern and skinny Map, we want to thank you guys for uh hanging in there at the patreon producer level and we want to say thank you to each and every one of our patrons as well whether you're a 30 dollar patreon producer or you're a dollar a month uh, uh subscriber we are so thankful for each and every one of you and you being part of our community um also thanks to everybody following us over on youtube over sixty five hundred subscribers and We are nine away guys nine away from crossing the 1,400 subscriber mark on Twitch uh, But we do want to say thanks to our 18 twitch subscribers twitch prime Subscribers who also get access to our discord community and activities just like patreon uh, Subscribers do uh, so thank you to each and every one of you uh, You can get $20 off your manscaped order and free shipping with the code nindads that's n-i-n-d-a-d-s and uh, also, head on over to our merch store, nintendodads.org, backslash merch. You can get uh, your 400-episode T-shirt. Uh, you can get uh, you, you know, uh, the, the Avatar shirts and all kinds of other stuff, uh, the, all of our different uh, little guys. And there's just all kinds of neat stuff. Stickers uh, over at nintendodads.org, backslash merch. Uh, every purchase uh, helps us as well. Puts a little, uh, gets you a cool shirt, gets you a cool sticker or whatever, puts a little in our pocket as well so we can do things, cool things like go to New York. Uh, A reminder, check out our website, nintendodads.org. All of our YouTube videos, tweets, podcast episodes, links to social media and all kinds of things are there. You can also find us in most places on social media simply just by typing in Nintendo Dads. Or you can email us at nintendodads at gmail.com or you can call in and leave a voicemail at 929-25-NDADS. It's 929-256- 3237. Big thanks to OC Remix and the Pokemon Choir for the music used uh, throughout the show. (laughs) And reminder, wherever you download us, wherever you listen to this audio version of the podcast, your app of choice, your service of choice, be sure to go give us a five star. Five stars, five stars, five star review and uh, write some nice words there to help people find the show. For me, for Tim, for Jesse, this has been episode 404. We'll see you next
0: week. Bye-bye. Take you later.
1: Thank you for listening Nintendo Dads. I don't know what animal this is or what Pokemon this is.